going to VAR. They're checking. <laughs> hey, Connie. Check complete. Let's head over to the bar. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to VAR Bar Podcast. I am your most with the host, Andrew. Um, we're back here <laughs> every time. <laughs> Seven, uh, with the guys, um, Press, Big Char, J Base, Toast, and Big Munu. Come uh, on, yeah, it's been kind of a slow week in football today, man. What have we got any news? Why, what happened this week? Oh, very slow. Anything up at the end, though. Um, the games in Syria got um, cancelled again, in it or not cancelled, but. They've been play play behind closed doors, man. Yeah. They've been playing. Is it is it because I've seen today there've been games. Games have been. Um, yeah, played. no, the game the games are played today. Um, the, well, all the league games are played. Doors. All but, of them. Uh, yeah. Man. Wow. I read some. Yeah. I read somewhere that the um, if one player if they catch one player that has the coronavirus, the the FA the, the Italian FA will shut it down, man. Will shut the season down. Really? Yeah, what, like man. a like a first team player or? I think yeah, I think that like a first team player. So I think everyone's getting tested, and that is mad. if one person has it, they'll shut it down, man. The season, they'll suspend the season. That's what that's what I read. Bro, you know, it's like people are talking about it, like almost affecting the Euros and stuff, like because obviously yeah. the Euros is in multiple cities. And it's like it's it's such a big thing that, mm. <laughs> like obviously we've seen viruses in the past, but. This is like this affecting is, yeah. football games. Like the economy is obviously going to. I won't go too much into detail about the economy, but yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's happening all across Europe and peak, bro. Especially Italy, man. Yeah, bro. Over yeah, there. I, I'm actually just reading like there's been five thousand cases in Italy and two hundred thirty-three deaths. Yeah, That's the death, like mental. death toll has gone has like, shot up, man. Over bro, the past like, like twenty-four hours. Apparently, outside people, of China, China, it's the it's the biggest outbreak. This yeah. is mental. So I can. I can fully understand why all games in Syria are right now have been yeah. played behind closed doors. Two hundred and thirty-three deaths. That is how do you how do you guys think about that though? Just to keep it on football, like the games being played behind closed doors. Because I, I saw like a um, <clears throat> just deviating from football <laughs> again, uh, yeah. but someone did an interview with LeBron James, and yeah, yeah, they yeah. they uh, put the prospect down of him saying like, "Ah, oh, we might have to play behind uh, without the fans, basically." And he was like, "No, nah, I'm not playing. I'm not doing this." Because we play for the fans and with the fans. That's That's tough. I, get, yeah. I get that. But the thing is, we can't, they can't really stop football. Fixtures are done mm, on yeah. certain dates for certain reasons. If we keep postponing, it's going to prolong the season. We've got the Euros to think about. Like The, the players need their break. So it's one of those ones we, 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 can't, we can't stop. It's just got to keep going. Oh. And if that's the way they've dealt with things when when you've got to carry on and have no fans, I guess that's what they've got to do. It's not good for the players, I guess. It's not good mm. for the fans. Like No one's happy about it. But it's the only way we can keep things going forward because we can't just stop. And, and yeah, the world, and, the world and, of football can't stop that. But that's the thing. Mean? That's that's what the that's what this Italian FA is saying because he's saying we're gonna suspend the season. What does that mean? So this season is void, or I don't get it. Oh, like, mad! He said suspend the season. Yeah, suspending it. That means that they're, they're so what they're gonna cut it and then resume it at a stage. That's, that's what, what I'm thinking. And when are you gonna do this? Yeah. <laughs> you get me, bro. So, it's sounding a bit mad over there, man. Like, there's only uh, so many weeks in the year, do you know what I mean? Exactly. So, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know yeah. what the Italian it, FA proposed. It, it kind of makes sense if they were to suspend it, but the only problem is we don't. They, everyone doesn't know. Well, we don't really know when the coronavirus like 
outbursts were like lo- lower down, whatever. So mm-hmm. that's an issue. Suspending it doesn't make sense to stop till Corona's died down. But it's like, when will it die down? So that's that's the only issue. Yeah, there's just so yeah. many unknowns right now, man. Yeah, for sure, man. Corona's been a big topic everywhere, also in football. But also, um, I don't know if you guys caught this, but um, our, our goat, man, growing up, Ronaldinho got caught with a fake passport in Paraguay. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is that about? I'm, I'm trying to scratch my head, man. Why, why has he got a fake passport? I don't get it. And I didn't Paraguay. read it too much. It was but... Paraguay. Paraguay. Yeah, Paraguay, yeah. yeah. yeah like, do you, do you guys realise, yeah, that like... Sorry, go on, Toast. <laughs> Sorry, I was just gonna say in it. Like, so from from what I read, long story short, um, like there was like some sort of is it like reservation in um, Brazil, which uh, he basically breached. Um, some he basically breached some sort of reservation, and they fined him like eight point five million, and um, they they stripped him of his passport. Basically, oh. they said that until until we give his passport, until he pays the fine, essentially he won't get his passport back. So, from my understanding, putting two. And two together, that so maybe he, that's the reason that he's been. <laughs> I know, but it's one of those ones where, like, even though he's retired, he's been retired for a little while now. He's like one of the most recognizable faces. Yeah, yeah like in, in the world, bro. How, how was he thinking he was gonna get anywhere <laughs> oh, on a fake passport, bro? Like under, under, under an alias or something. <laughs> Don't you find it weird though? Like, like, but Brazil. I always seem to feel like Brazilians always like after the end of their careers, isn't it? They just start doing that nonsense sometimes, like. It's happened to like a few like Brazilians that we all used to look up to when we were playing football. Like, obviously, everyone sort of heard, it, even though like it's, it's mental health and so on. Everyone's heard the news about Adriano. Mm. Um, I think Rubinho has been Rubinho caught doing. Well, like, yeah. I mean, yeah, like these people know it's just a bit different. With two trans- <laughs> yeah, they, brother, they, they, they just do weird <laughs> stuff. Like I'm just like, what? I was having a conversation <laughs> about that with someone the other day. You know, I mean, I, it's one of those ones where I think that very much got. Swept under the rug, innit? Like back in 2009, <laughs> yeah. Ronaldo Ronaldo dealing with like trans- transvestites and whatnot. But yeah, man, that's, oh, that's what the hell. That's yeah. all. That was <laughs> wasn't, the the word, wasn't the word that he found out, but he still went through. Spreading <laughs> rumors in like it, allegedly. Yeah, I, heard, I, heard, I heard he didn't. I heard he didn't know about it until you know he found out. <laughs> Boy, they told him he was like, "All oh, right, what? I can't listen." Anyway, but you know what is? I think with the Brazilians and South Americans, like these men don't know how to handle their money. They just yeah. love enjoying. I was reading something quite similar to that. To be fair, when they were talking about the reason why, like Brazilians are so expressive with the way they play football, because it's so like cultural related. Like mm. that's their culture, isn't it? They're very much like a festival. Like that, that's mm. they're very. Yeah, well, a lot, of, a lot of them come from nothing as well. Yeah, a lot of them come from exactly. nothing. They like, had that education. No yeah, so you would think they would be humble with it. Mm. You can go coming from that, like what Pete said, you wouldn't though. I don't think you'd be humble because you'd be you've never handled yeah, you've never education had cash in your life. You know, you financial like, oh, literacy nah, but, is not nah, the but, first nah, thing. But you say that, that you say about. that, you say that. But then there was an interview that Richarlison did as well, where he said oh, like yeah. he came he's the new wave. Yeah, man. Man. there's exceptions. Don't get me wrong. Not every Brazilian is like that. I don't think. Well, the vast majority, you man are saying. Andy, you actually beat me to it because I was about to say, but now, like Pete said, now the modern day footballers, they can't understand it. They've seen the examples of like the Ronaldo. Ronaldo's seen Robinho seen what they've done I think he's kind of handling it better because obviously I think becoming a modern day footballer things are a lot different yeah maybe yeah. these guys were getting paid millions but not as much as they're getting paid now so they, they kind of need that yeah. <laughs> they probably yeah. probably when Richardson came to England he's probably given like an account manager someone that looks after him and stuff like that because they kind of yeah. now need it because you got to look at the longer term like you're not going to always be a footballer one tackle could end your career so you got to kind yeah. of for the future Invest smart, yeah. Exactly. 
Yeah, I got what a lot else, of respect man? for what the else? person, man. What Sorry else? What else? Um, now this this is not really um a new story, but I just seen this um on Twitter earlier today. Your boy um Harry Wilson and the in the game yesterday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, is. Yeah. That. Oh. He's moving Bro, nuts. Like, but he explained himself, nuts. though. Wait, yeah, he explained really? himself. Well, what did he say? Oh, can I read it out? Let me read it out. Let me read it out. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think I've got it here still. Nah, you got it. I read it out. That's, that's, un- un- that's un- nah, I don't know, man. That's yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit snaky still. No. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Why do you think it's snaky? Uh, let me read but, it out. Uh, like, he goes, yeah, oh, go bro, on, bro, you know he's pretty hard to He goes, fantastic effort from the boys yesterday and a brilliant backing from the travelling Bournemouth fans. Deserve more from the game, but we keep fighting. I'm aware of TV footage of me in an LFC call. Um, has angered a few people. Honestly, it was nothing more than I was just cold. And then uh, come Liverpool on. staff offered me a jacket at the moment. I could I couldn't disturb the bomb of guys working in the game. Can't wait for next Saturday to be back. So what was he was he wearing it? I didn't see the incident, but was he wearing it after the he, game? He, he, during, he was during, in the stands, during, brother. The stands, he was in the stands during, during the game. For me, so <laughs> I, I I had a problem with it personally when I saw it on match of the day because I was like, it's one of those ones where it's like. If you man get relegated, juices in it because I'm going back to Liverpool in it. It wasn't a good look for me. Yeah, not, not, <laughs> not in the situation they're in. It's your parent club. Your team is in a bit of a rut, and you're you're wearing your parent club's t- um like a uh, jacket. Like for me, everyone hey, wants that, that medal, boy. Like, like, it's a flimsy really? excuse. It's a flimsy bro, excuse to say that bro. he was just cold. He knew exactly bro. what he was doing, man. Bro, guys, man, can I can I just get clarification? Was he was he playing? Because I didn't nope, watch the game. No, nah, bro, he wasn't. He can't play. He, he, so he, he, he just came to what? Ineligible. Yeah, he was in, in, ineligible because obviously. So, uh, okay, you know what? So now his own jacket. Brother, I'm sorry. As a like, footballer, you you're telling me you can't buy a quick ten pound jacket or something like. You're a footballer. He's probably got so many D square jackets. So many. Bro, uh, it's it's not even the goose. Like, yeah, it's not, it's not even that. Like he, he's obviously in Liverpool. He, like obviously, he plays with Bournemouth right now. He was in Liverpool for the game, so he definitely would have travelled with the team. The whole team. You're telling me that the whole team wouldn't have like uh, winter jackets to keep warm, like on the way to the game. Uh, Come on, man! I just, I just, I just, I just He's a fool. No. It's just, yeah, it's not cool, man. Not cool at all. We love it, man. We love it. <laughs> Anything else? Andy. Anything else? Anything else? Anything um, else? Anything else? I think anything the, else? The, the other That's thing it. was the um oh. the Paul the Paul Merson thing. Um, oh yeah. So basically, he said that um he feels that winning the Premier League over like a a grueling gritty thirty eight game campaign is harder than um winning harder than a bigger achievement. He said mm-hmm. than winning the Champions League. Um, I think uh you know he said that you know it, there's there's a lot more um it's more of a marathon winning the winning the league and there's more um you know it's more grueling that it's more gritty but at the same time he's and i'm not even trying to send at all he doesn't know the feeling of of winning a champions league so how can he really make a comparison when he's never won it this is it bro i mean for me i think like i like i said um on the vaba pod um group chat for me i just feel like it very much depends on the situation you are as a fan like i mean so like a liverpool Mm. fan for instance you bought, I mean, Liverpool fans, Liverpool won at Champions League last year. They haven't won a Premier League title in 30 years. So I don't think you're going to get any Liverpool fan telling you that yeah. the Champions League is more valuable than um, a, but a listen league to the wording. Listen to the wording, though, just to play devil's advocate. He said the Premier League is more grueling and more harder than winning the Champions League. But that's just like comparing apples to oranges, though. Yeah, but I think he went on to say that um, he'd prefer to win. Um, the that's what I'm saying. Okay, okay, so that's where he switched it because the thing is, one thing goes, saying goes, goes back to um, um, 
Perez's point that he's never won the, the Champions League. Yeah, so how, can he, how can he make that statement? But yet again, he makes a lot of outlandish statements. So that's just he him. does. He needs uh, to come off, come off them, them that white <laughs> stuff that he be. To be honest, I actually like he, he, he was a be better merchant in it. I actually yeah, like yeah, some yeah. of the things. He's very Rain, honest. Drugs, alcohol, all of that, man. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah he, he's he, done it all. He, he, he's honest, but then, but then his nah, statements but are very watching, outlandish. Watching Premier yeah. League years, though, Paul Mercer was a saucy baller, you know. He I was, even yeah, know, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. He scored, what, like 99 goals for Arsenal. He was decent, yeah. isn't it? But for me, like, just, just, like, last point, like, um, Whenever I heard that chant, Champions of Europe, you'll never sing that. I catch feelings in it, so. I want that Champions League, and I've seen my team go a whole season unbeaten win a title, whatever. I want, I want a Champions League, you know what I mean? Even though that's a pipe dream right now, for me, mm. I want a Champions League personally. Yeah, but I think it's situation with it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So wait, what's everyone saying before we quickly move on? Like, what uh, what's our opinions? <laughs> Raw, yeah. we, just, we just left it there. Um, <laughs> personally, I think the Champions League has more prestige. So I think possibly as a mm. player, if I have the Champions League in the bag, then I'd be like, okay, at least I have a Champions League to my name because a lot of players can have like a league title. If you don't have a league title in England, you can go to Greece and collect it. Chuba Akpom has a league title, you get me? Yeah, but Danny Simpson many, has a league title, boy. Not, now, that's not the many, next point. Of, not many players have a Champions League, so, yeah. you know, I uh, think uh, a Champions League would be more prestigious. But I, I, also I do agree that probably winning a league title is more grueling, more harder. It's, that mental fatigue needs to be for you to actually win a league. Yeah, yeah. But then one yeah, thing, for, one thing per person isn't taken into account is as a as an athlete, as a as a footballer, mm. you want to pit yourself pit yourself against the best, the of, best the of the best. best. Yeah. So essentially, even if the, we 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 would take it that that thirty eight games is grueling, you 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 win it, you you're you're proud of yourself, all that all that jazz. But then in your head, you see over over man doing it in Italy, in Spain, in Germany. Yeah, you're thinking, yeah, I want yeah. to play these guys. Yeah, I want to yeah. show Think that I'm it... the best. So yeah, it's uh, yeah. yeah. All right, all right. Don't don't bite my head when I say this. Don't bite my head, man. Like just take a moment and listen to what I'm saying before you jump <laughs> at me because I know hot hot take incoming. But, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> is the best way. What is it? Is it, is it after the after the group stage? Is round of sixteen, right? Yeah. Round of sixteen, yeah. Mm-hmm. What's after that? Quarterfinals. Quarterfinals, semis, final, yeah. All right, yeah. so... 12 games. 12 or 10 aren't games. the best of the best technically the ones in the quarterfinals? Because yeah. in, the, in the group stage, the way the seedings... This is why we have seedings. In the group, there's only, what, what one or maybe two good teams in the yeah, group stage. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. If we go round of 16, you might get that team that managed to get second place. Are you no, really playing the I'm best? not having that. All right, that's why I said it's my hot take. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I was just putting it out there. I was just putting it out there. Mm. I get what you're saying, but I think with like, sorry, go on, buddy. No, no, that's that's basically. I'm saying it's the best for the best. Not really when it comes to the final stages. When it's like, yeah, but but not necessarily. Not necessarily because. Um, you, you can see, you can still have, yeah, you still have good teams. You can still have yeah. good teams, but there are levels to how good you are. Hence why the Champions League is good. Because you get like the second best in, in, in Spain playing against what well, the second best in... Bro, you're playing yeah, so, all the league champions in all the yeah, different leagues. Yeah, yeah exactly. Leagues. So yeah. You've, got to give, you've got to give these teams their credit, do you know what I mean? They, they've exactly. all worked a 38 games. season. But then you get a, like a, a Apple and Nicosia who are champions yeah. in Cyprus. But they still have to be champions in their respective Brother, places. That's, that's yeah. what I'm saying. But... The levels of being a champion in Cyprus and being like fourth in in the Premier League, 
Yeah, it's obviously as a player you look forward to pummeling them team six 0 Then you're enjoying yourself. I bro, think he players, bro, even I, if you ask even if you ask players yeah, when they move to a top four club, it's Champions League. They don't move. Yeah, I, I think if you ask players, I think if you ask like City, United, Chelsea players that have basically won both. Any player what they'd rather won't win more. Like let's just say they've won one league and won Champions League. Like back to back, what Liverpool are going to do? I guarantee you, the next one, what is 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 Champions League? I think it's just more prestigious. Yeah. Bro, players like, just want to hear that. These yeah, are the best. That's, that's, that's what they want to hear. Like, you don't, some, you like, don't see that meme, Ronaldinho is... licking his lips. <laughs> <laughs> some of the that's best matches we've ever right, seen you know? have been in that competition. Go time, it's go time. It's the pinnacle. They say it's the Cristiano Ronaldo Cup, man. Yep, Cristiano Ronaldo trophy, brother. He, he Come turn, on, he turns what, up what when that music comes on, man. So <laughs> proclaims, man. Man, yeah. Yeah. I don't make the, the rules. Portuguese anthem, you know. Man, <laughs> I don't make the rules. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, uh, let's let's move on to the FA Cup games in the weekend then. Um, yeah, it was a bit peak still. Um, every man made it through apart from my team, but um, let's start with the the game that got played first, which was Portsmouth v Arsenal. Uh, Arsenal lads, who wants to take this? Um, home? Yizzle? Yeah. I'll, I'll do the Premier League game because I was there. So if you, if you, okay. if you um, um, all right, I'll, qu- I'll quickly run through the, the FA Cup game. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was a pretty standard procedure, to be honest, man. I mean, obviously, you know, you know what Arsenal are like uh, when, when we go away, <laughs> especially in like an FA Cup against a lower team, lower league team. Portsmouth fans were getting behind the team early. They were taking a couple of pot shots. But in all honesty, there was, there was no danger of Portsmouth ever really winning that game. And they're not doing particularly that well in League One. So... It was never, ever going to be a troublesome game. Um, we, we managed to get a goal at the end of um, the first half. Great little ball from Reese Nelson and uh, a well-taken finish from Socrates. Um, we scored quite early in the second half as well. Eddie Nketiah, I mean, I'm liking the minutes he's getting and he's scoring in the FA Cup. He's scoring in uh, the league when he's playing. And I mean, I was, a bit, I was a bit critical of him, if I'm completely honest, a couple of, uh, same, couple of weeks ago. Same. But, I mean, he's every time he plays, that he, he's looking really, really good. And I think the, like my, biggest, man, man. my biggest takeaway from um, that game was uh, uh, the assists from Reese Nelson, to be honest. I think he got two oh, assists. Yeah. And but my problem with Reese Nelson is, like, <laughs> in, like, the cup games, he's, like, the second coming of Messi. But then when we play him in the league, man, he's just... He struggles to get going. He struggles to make any sort of impact. I've not yet seen him... Like have a really really solid game in the in the league. I mean, he he scored um, earlier on in the uh, FA Cup against Leeds, and I, I don't want to say he's a uh, he can only flourish against like championship sides and lower league teams. But at the moment, I've yet to like see him really really like flourish in like a really big game against a credible side. So to be honest, that's a bit of a Sancho Sancho esque thing about him, though. Yeah, mm. I, 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 from an Arsenal perspective... I'm not saying that he's there yet, but, yeah, continue. From an Arsenal um, perspective, perspective, I think the player which we, we should really worry about is Joe Willock. Because he's <laughs> moving... He's, he he Joe doesn't... Joe yeah. Willock is just... He you guys don't look, like him. I think he's he wouldn't look out, out, he same, look same out same one, man. He wouldn't look Every time I've seen one, him, no. I've liked him, man. Well, no, I, I think his positioning is so bad. Like I made made my point, which I made in the chat, uh, is that when you're expecting a, mid, a midfielder to drop that, to drop in midfield to create space, he's next to Edin Ketcher. What's he doing there? But is that his role in your team, though? I don't, I, I, I don't know. He is a midfielder. He, he isn't a striker. Oh no! I think he's one of them. He's meant to be like. Think about you play with who? Um, 
Jack so Carr. we were playing. Yeah, we were playing with Torreira, who unfortunately got Torreira, injured. Jack, so it was yeah. yeah broke his I think he's he's it's, isn't it his job to be like arriving in the box and like. But my point the, is, as a as a player, there's something not you, every player knows is how to understand space and how to move into space to collect the ball mm-hmm. and then pop it. Joe Willock doesn't understand space. That's okay. my issue. Quick question. That's my big the, issue with it. Isn't the, that the boys that, that gave love to Willock, innit? What, what, from what you guys have seen, the sample size so far, what do you think he does well? What's his like, best attribute for you guys? Do you know what it is? I think they he's got a good engine on him. Yeah. I think he's got a good engine on him. I like the way he arrives in the box very like, late. He's always trying... Yeah. Every time I see, see him <laughs> with the ball, he, he tries to go forward. Like mm-hmm. Even if it's the pass ain't there, I see him give away the, the ball a few times against Portsmouth. If, like, I watch the game. Like Don't get me wrong, he's not the finished article at any stretch of the imagination, but... At all. I, I, I actually like I, I like the I like the mold of play he is, but I don't think yeah. he's at that point where he's going to be like breaking into your team on a regular basis. If that makes no. sense, no, no, that's the thing. I yeah. think that's why I said that's why I think I said it in the chat. I think he should go away to like an when Newcastle offered it, Bro, he should have gone. He would I think benefit that's his from level a loan, like yeah, like a nice Dortmund or something, like Leipzig or something. Like that would be a very good move for him. I think. Mm. I think he just like Andrew mentioned, he needs to be coached and. If he stays the way he's playing, he isn't going to break into that first team. Oh, them goals he scored at um, Anfield. Bro, yeah. I still have shivers. Be honest, he would, yeah. he would, this guy would do well when he's playing against his mates. But when but he plays like, against proper players, he will struggle. Like, you know what I mean? That's like like the one there, yeah? That when we're talking about education, though, like, he, surely he's under like, one of the best managers to do it. Like, in terms of positioning, Arteta was probably like, that was his like, bread and butter, his positioning on the football pitch. So, I honestly think what Arteta is doing is just coming to just save face and just transition, transition us to the next. How old is Joe Riddick? Like, 22. He's 21, 22, something like that. I think, yeah, I think be, Shalom, we've, we've got to give him a bit more time in the Premier League. Yeah, I mean, not, just like, I've not seen him a lot in the Premier League, but mm. I've seen him, like I said, in the FA Cup, in the Carlin Cup. Um, but I, I see where you're coming from, Shalom. I see your frustration with him because when I, cause I think he came on yesterday and I was thinking, why is he lining up? Why are we bringing him on? But um, I think I'll tell you just to give him more time and he's got a big future because yeah, his, his no other doubt. brother was there, but he got, he got released. Um, no doubt, but they must have kept him for a reason. So I, I think my issue is like when you see someone like um, Bukayo Saka, you think this guy's good, and and you think okay, he's he's showing signs of he will be a great player or be a good player, and he's showing those little things which you think okay, I don't have to shout at you to do it. You are doing it. But Willock mm-hmm. isn't but doing that. Bukayo, and that Bukayo is, is a special case, though. That's, yeah, that's fine. No, 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 that, that would be your counter-argument. That, that would be your counter-argument. But Because I think Bukayo plays with more sense than actual ability. He, he has I, ability, but he plays with more sense like, for his age. I, I maintain that, like, with in terms of uh, Saka and Martinelli as the two cases, <sighs> I think that they've broken into the Arsenal team off raw ability. I yep, still have yeah. doubts about Arsenal's coaching, personally. I mean, I know Arteta's just come in. I don't think we're well. I think we're one of the worst coach teams in the league. And for me, as a, that's showing as a result of um, the development of Reese Nelson, Willock, and some of our other players yeah. that are kind of like breaking into the team. I don't think we're well coached at all. So like Martinelli is just he, he could be a generational talent. Saka, likewise, you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. like, I feel that's the, that's the reasons why they flourish. Generational, raw. So yeah, no, I think Saka should stay left back, man. I think that's where he should be. 
honestly. I think I if he homes in that position, there's nothing to say that he could be what everyone thought. I don't like would black fullbacks, like, man. It's, it's, hard, like, to, it's forward, hard to man. say, like with Saka, because <laughs> well, I think everyone is so desperate for him to succeed in that position, but we've not actually seen him yet in his natural position. You know what I think, though? Uh, we understand I think he because he hasn't got that explosive power. But when you look at like all the best, like the best teams in the world, yeah. Yeah. Other than you. But like, yeah, no one really plays with a left-footed, like left mid. Like, it's 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 not really a thing anymore. Like, no, because it's you know I mean? it's even just like amateur a, level. So even at amateur terms, level, it's obvious. Yeah, it's like everyone plays with like the inverted like wingers, like yeah. one mm-hmm. right or the Marshalls on the left or like the Rashfords. On, you get know what I'm saying? So like, I think yeah, in yeah. terms of like football as it is now, like the best position where he could be naturally on his left foot and not have to keep cutting in or cutting out. Is like is from left back or like left like left left like left of the look, three. Look at That's Alfonso Davis at Bayern. That's yeah, a perfect like, example. He was yeah. he started off as a, a left sided winger. winger. Mm. Um, you know he's naturally left footed. But, but the thing is with Alfonso, the way the, his explosiveness, he can also do job at the wing kind of thing. You can just yeah he can play that. But with Saka, you can't quite see that yet. Uh, yeah, because he, ha- yeah, he, ha- he, he probably hasn't been given enough chances up there. But okay, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I like Saka and I think he'd be very, a very, like very if he gets a bit stronger, like I, I could see him doing bits when I left. You know, the yeah. funny thing, he's actually strong because I've seen him playing, a, yeah, playing yeah. against, like he holds the ball well. So I like Saka. He's good. Yeah, I like him. He's a, he's a, he's a Just good to stick, stay with the um, FA Cup topic then. Um, so what, Tosin, you're saying overall it was a deserved win, Arsenal? Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, not, not a problem. I mean, we got, yeah. now, now we got Sheffield United uh, in the quarterfinal. I'm not looking forward to that game at all. That's Ramble probably one Lane of the under worst. under the lights. Ramble yeah. Lane under the lights. The, the, the steel, yeah, the steel hope, workers and all that. I hope it's an early kickoff on a Saturday, man. Bro, bro I don't want them lunchtime. Because if it's under the floodlights, it's long. Yeah, right. um, just to add to what Tosin said, like I said, great performance on the boys. I mean, Portsmouth, we should be beating them, um, which we did. Um, we didn't struggle. And now, yeah, Sheffield um, Are away. Are they high now, flyers in their league, Portsmouth? They, they, they've been up and down. Because um, yeah. I think they were in the final of the playoffs last year and they lost. Mm. But they've had um, quite a good home record, though, from what I know. So, Oh, yeah, before like we a... finish, we didn't talk about Pablo, Pablo Mari playing oh, his yeah, first yeah. game. Debut, in it? How yeah, debut, it? yeah. Toast. I mean, we, we can go into that in the Premier League because he played it yesterday as well. He played. He played game. yesterday as well. Yeah. yeah. All right. Then uh, we'll move on to the next game. Then Munya, thank you very much. <laughs> um. Uh. Yeah. So basically, the next game that I quickly want to discuss is Chelsea Liverpool. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um. <laughs> I don't even know. How, were, were, you, were you upset? Honestly, because I because I feel like I've heard some Liverpool fans saying they don't really care. They just won the league. They're now. lying, man. They're lying. <laughs> cannot. <laughs> cannot. <laughs> They're lying, bro. They're just, they're just out here saving face. Bro, I've been... Atletico Madrid. Um, who did we play after that? Um, West Ham. Um, Watford. West and then West Watford. Ham. And then Watford, yeah. Feelings. All of them, bro. The thing is, like, I actually wanted to go on a run in the FA Cup. And seeing the lineups initially, I thought, all right, we should, we should do this. It's a strong this. enough team, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah we, should, we should do this. I saw... Um, um, Obviously, at the time, I didn't know who it was, but I saw Gilmore in the middle. I was like, come on, man. Bro, man was popping us. I was thinking like, rah. Ah. And then, um, what, was, what was the first goal again? Um, William. William. So, obviously, William yeah. had a, a, a big chance before he scored. Um, it was a great save from Adrian. Um, and then... <laughs> William gets a chance again from a mistake from our defense. Uh, calamity. 
who's whose mistake was it, Andy? I would say maybe Van Dyke not closing closing William down in time. But you can that's a that's that's, that's a lot of people, man. Yeah, Even Lovren. Uh, Fabinho was Loki involved Fabinho in that first Loki one. You know? was, yeah, that pass. Boy. That pass was... Yeah, yeah. so I don't know, he's man. He's not been the same player since he's come back. <laughs> not at all, man. I, I didn't want to say it, but... <laughs> but I think, yeah, I think Adrian should have saved that anyway. Definitely, uh, 100%. You no, know, his hand, was his hand was still hot from that first shot that William gave him. <laughs> that was coming off the gloves on that. It was stinging, bro, you get me? And then, um, obviously, after that, then we would, we tried to... I think the first half, they, they were the better team. They um they look more likely to score the second goal and then um yeah first half was one 0 to them then second half we came out of the block strong um but then uh quick break from them again Ross Barkley strikes it and I must say Ross Barkley had a sick game man he, he did man was one clear, of his man. better games last couple games yeah, yeah. Were good that was that was quintessential Ross Barkley Bro. from Everton days man. That goal was beautiful, man. It was a Honestly. great goal. That's what was I mean. Class. I was so happy to see that because that's that's the Ross Barkley that I've missed, man. I feel like he had that long, uh, long injury layoff, um, and then he kind of didn't look like the same player that we we all saw at Everton. But you know yeah. that that goal showed flashes of of what what I'm yeah. used to. So I'm hoping that you know he's able again, to kick on. Yeah, again we looked toothless, man. Uh, Minamino was on the pitch. Uh, we started with a front three of I think Minamino, Mane, and um, Origi. Um, none of them did nothing. I think um, in the first half, though, like after the one 0 day, we did have a big chance uh, when um, Kepa made that triple save. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. None of them could have slotted it in, and then after that, I don't think we really had any big chances. Um, especially after the two 0 was just it was yeah. After that, it was all Liverpool, but it was just a little too late. Firmino and Salah came on, but you know they. Just... I don't even think you guys played that bad. You know, I just think Chelsea played really well. No, no, yeah. we didn't play. We didn't play bad, but I, mm, I don't know, man. I just, I just left that game thinking we should have beaten them, man. At the end of the day, man. Um, I think Kenna was saying in the in the chat saying, "Ah, oh, Klopp doesn't take the FA Cup serious and that." Yeah, that, that guy took this serious, like nonsense, man. man. It's nonsense, he, man. Like, look at the team he put out, and then you're trying yeah, to tell yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, he took it serious, man. I think he wanted to win the FA Cup this time round. Um, but what did you think of Gomez? Me. Yeah, that's the topic. Because Gomez touch. in that game, I mean, I know you, you're obviously saying you don't you don't want anyone to really pam him too tough, but I felt like <laughs> there was uh, a couple of uh, key moments in the game where he he found himself quite flat-footed, uh, um, switched off. Yeah. Um, where Giroud, Giroud was even Giroud, able yeah. to to run in behind on his side. That was um, once though, man. Come on, man. Um, but it's still it's still a moment. <laughs> it's still, you know it's I mean? still yeah. a thing that happened. Mm-mm-mm. So it's like you know, what what are yeah. your Gomez lately has been um, I wouldn't even say stinking up the joint, but I think his concentration levels have not been hundred percent throughout the game, which we normally do associate with him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think literally that's what it is. He's just just not being concentrating, and I can I think maybe it's it's with the whole team that we've probably gone a bit complacent at this stage. Yeah, agreed. Um, which, yeah, so this is what I was stressing when we lost against Watford, that if, you're, if you want to be great, if you like, look at all the great teams, they were just on it until May, <laughs> like the last game of the season, basically. Like, you should just strive to just win all your, as many games and all your games as possible and just be switched on throughout. Um, obviously, you know, with the madness of the season that we've had, um, I can, you know, 
you can excuse it, but at the same time, you can't kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. I think to, 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 to touch on the, the point with, um, with uh, Gomez, because obviously mm. you know my opinion on, on, on sort of the Gomez situation, but I think basically a few pods ago, I think Ken called me out and said that um, I said that anyone can play against, uh, play next to Van Dijk. What I said was Van Dijk gives Gomez a, a career or that like, he gives him like the platform to do what he can do. When That's not true though. Van Dijk hasn't been as performing at levels he has that like, he has been over the last like month and, or two. And so like therefore we'll Gomez see, is shite as well. No, but That's... then we'll see no, you're seeing the, the the mistakes that Van Dijk probably would have covered up a few like a few a few months back. That's my point. Like don't, uh, Gomez but the is thing is, Van Dijk, Van, Dijk doesn't, Van Dijk doesn't necessarily cover the sec- the other centre backs, though. Not necessarily cover, like, literally, but like just like little positional like awareness, maybe mm. like telling him to drop in a bit quicker than like just little things that we probably don't even notice on the pitch. But obviously, mm. Van Dijk's levels haven't been as what he has been when he won when he came second in the Ballon d'Or. I think everyone can see that. So people like Gomez, anyone that comes next to him, like. You're, they're not having the same impact. Like Gomez was looking like a world class centre back, like when Van Dijk was going when was going crazy. Now all of a sudden it's not at that level. You're seeing the little faults and the little. Bear in mind, let's let's just be cautious, and because Liverpool have still had a very good season, and we can't ignore everything that's happened. It's a couple the, games, though, man. It's like yeah, so we have to games. be very reasonable yeah. about how, how we go by it. But I, I you have seen, to be very reasonable, bro. Yeah, you. you you were telling me that oh Gomez is far better than Maguire, but I I don't believe it. I think as defenders, Maguire. Okay, maybe okay, maybe maybe saying maybe saying far better is maybe a stretch, but I think like a center. Okay, let's say I'll prefer a center back like Gomez over Maguire in it. Andrew, without 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 Gomez's pace here, he can defend. No, but he can defend as well. The thing is, you're acting like Gomez is not able to defend one on one with 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 strikers or like win balls or. Strong in tackles, etc. He, he can do all of in that. His pace, but I, I think, think the he's... only thing that Maguire has over Gomez is probably the aerial threat and the you know winning the balls in the air. Fair that's enough. that's for me. That's the only thing that Maguire has over Gomez. Agree to disagree, I guess. Yeah, man. But um, I just wanted to quickly um, touch on uh, Chelsea. Just, let's just give them a bit of shine in terms of um, this um, FA Cup win. Do you think that they can Lampard will be targeting the FA Cup? I think I think Lampard would would want more than oh, ever in his first season to get to get silverware under his belt. I think um, it it will be is a realistic target for him now. Um, obviously, advancing to to the to the quarters. Um, so yeah, I I would definitely think that it's a it's it's a target of his at this point. Um, and who have, who have they got? Who have they got next? I think they've got Leicester away. Ooh, I mean yeah. Leicester's been stinking up the place, but. We can touch on that later. Um, let's go on to the next game then, uh, which was Tottenham v Norwich. Again, where are the Tottenham guys? <laughs> Man. Oh, I'm just going to update. No, we still haven't found them. The search party is still looking for them. Nothing yet. Sorry, lads. Have we got Big the search Char. dogs out? Big Char, you want to yeah. touch on this game? Actually, love Tottenham so much. Oh, Big Char. Big Char's not local. Um, no, nah, yeah, I, I, I caught some of the um, highlights of the game. Um, Tottenham, I mean, realistically, they, they, they I, I don't want to at them, but they need a trophy, don't they? I think we can all agree on here that Tottenham need a trophy, right? And people <laughs> well, was that the me, first thing you're saying, bro? <laughs> Analyze the game, bro. He's an Arsenal fan. What do you think? <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm getting there. But okay, look, okay, look. So what I saw was, um, it was a game of two halves. Um, Tottenham Definitely. really should have had the game killed off in the first half. 
Um, they had plenty of chances. Um, they, sh- they should have scored about three goals, I reckon, in the first half. Because Norwich are, are, are shite. Um, yeah. They're not doing well in the league. Really and truly, they shouldn't be focused on the FA Cup. So, I don't know how they went into the game, Norwich. They probably thought, we'll try our luck. But if we don't win, we don't win. We've got other things to worry about. So, really and truly, Tottenham should have just seen off the game in the first half. But, the second half, Norwich, they're thinking... Okay, we might get someone here. Let's have a little FA Cup run. They were the better team, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, nothing Definitely. against Tottenham. As in what, overall? Yeah, yeah second like, half. Andy, if you saw the highlights, you would see Norwich in the second half. Yeah, nothing waves of Norwich. attacks. Yeah. yeah. I watched waves from the attacks. 80th minute, I think. Even the bit of the yeah. first half, like the, towards the end of the first half, they were coming into the game. And then. Oh, oh no, 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 no. That's a different game. Yeah, I think on. they just so did well it, to stay in the game from the first yeah. half. Even though they were exactly. getting clammed, they weathered the storm and then they came on yeah. in the second half. Big shout to um Krull. Um, I reckon he's he's a really good keeper. Like he's got he's Euros, man. Yeah, hundred percent. Because he turns up for you, man, doesn't he, Andy? Um, mm. Do you remember Lou Van Gaal brought him on for penalties? Yeah, yeah. He's not always running penalties. Yeah. And I don't know if you guys saw the picture. Um, because obviously this game went into penalties. Yeah. I love he had, that. That was um, class. Their the, the penalty takers, Tottenham's penalty takers, and when they where they normally go to. So obviously. There were goals. Tottenham took the lead and then Norwich equalised. Um, went into extra time, obviously no goals. And then, yeah, went into penalties. And someone raised the point. I think Tottenham have two superstars. I guess you call them superstars because of how much they were bought for that didn't take penalties. I think um, one of them was um, Undombele. He didn't take a penalty. Um, where he had two kids take a penalty. Um I don't get that. As as a modern day footballer, you know how I look at penalties, right? It's one on one with a keeper with no one around you. Like you, okay, maybe it's easier said than done. Um, it's easier, bro. They're, they're professional, eh? Hey, the pressure. Andy, man. come on. Okay, so like, why I just kids? I disagree. Yeah. I sorry, sorry, Monia. I'm I'm. I'll, uh, I'll, let Monia land. Let Monia land. Yeah. For me, guys, I, you you don't know I play football. Um, now nah, I'm not trying to boast myself here. I've taken two <laughs> penalties. <laughs> I've taken um, I've been in two penalty shootouts. One that we lost and one that we won. I actually, scored the winning one. I I I just say gone. I, I would take it. I I just say when manager says, guys, who wants to take a penalty? I might go on for it. Our strikers, yes, not everyone has the same mentality as you do. Bro, our strikers back out. One of our strikers that scores in week in week out said no to taking a penalty. But you know what? That's another issue. And this is probably Tosa is going to correct me. However, I just say, look, I'm going to take a penalty. If I miss, I miss. But I've gone up and I've scored. Um, it's just, it's just like a, I don't know. I, I, I just penalties, don't, I, penalties is different, man. Because it's yeah, mental. It's a mentality. Even, even yeah. me when I when I used to play when I used to play football as well and. Obviously, as a striker, you bag goals. But then when it comes to penalties, it's different, boy. Because it's like, all right, where you, like your legs turn to jelly sometimes. If you ain't got the mentality, <laughs> your legs I, are turning into jelly, bro. I, I honestly, like, I, I have to disagree. And for me, like, the, the whole penalty thing when it comes to professional footballers, it kills me. Because for me, a professional footballer is paid to play football, to hone their craft, to, hit the, to be able to hit the ball accurately, sweetly. Like, what are you doing in training? If you feel like you're unable to put the ball in the bottom corner from 12 yards on a consistent basis, like nine times out of 10, it's like free throws in the NBA, for instance. You know what I mean? Like, I know some people are better than Even others. Even that they miss, bro. Like, yeah, I know what I'm saying. Yeah, some, some, some players are better than others at free throws, but the good free throw shooters generally they always take they, they, they shoot, they shoot nine, nine times, they, they'll hit a free throw nine times out of 10. For me, mm-hmm. if you're mm-hmm. a professional footballer paid 
six figures a week. Do you know what I mean? And you, why should external factors affect the, your ability to hit the ball accurately into the corner of the goal? Like I get because again, you know, like, because you know it's that's, different. I'm tossing. Let me say something. That's so different, man. Like, you know, you know it's different. different. You know it's different. No, no, because there's some free at free throws. There's you're 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 throwing into a, um, an unprotected net, even though it's a smaller part of like you're throwing into unprotected net. Whereas there's a goalkeeper. Look okay. how massive Prue is. Oh no 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 no! no. It's, it's the same. It's the same thing. It is the same thing. It is the same thing. It's the same thing. A penalty or free throw is the same thing. Guys, Stephen, I'll rebuttal you by saying, okay, so you said there's fine. There's a goalkeeper in the goal. In the goalkeeper's mind, who do you think has the advantage? The goalkeeper or the person taking the penalty? Of course. That, but that goes without saying exactly. that. That's going to be the point. So, 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 there's still so a keeper why, in front why of should, you. Why should that affect... Okay, the thing is, if you have the advantage, the ball is stationary, the goalkeeper can't move until you strike the ball, and you put it in the corner. If you put it accurately enough into the side netting, like, like Harry Kane is a great example. Yeah. Like Harry Kane, Certainly more or less... Him. Harry Kane, you'll rarely ever see him hit the penalty down the middle just because he backs himself, he backs his technique... He backs his ability to hit the ball cleanly and he scores almost all of his penalties. Well, and not it goes, for the ends goes... for the side netting. <laughs> well, not every, not every like, single one, though. Should... But it's yeah, about, not, not it's about a lot one, of things, though, why man. Why should a professional footballer feel as if they can't hit the side netting every time? Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Nine oh, times, nah, eight, nah, like, you, can, nah, you might miss one nah, or two. But toast, to, man, nah, to nah, not nah. feel confident, <laughs> like, for me, when I've seen, I've seen Sergio Aguero, for instance, hit penalties down the middle and it breaks my heart because I'm like, this guy... Has got so much ability. Everyone knows how good his right foot is. How well, can you know, he not It's, it's more of a mental, mental thing than thing anything. It is mental. mental no, bro. Free the the player. It's mental. Personally, personally, I think. Personally, you my Personally, I think. I honestly think if you, if as a player, but some penalty misses are unforgivable, though. I do agree. Like. I want you guys to explain. Let me tell you my secret. Let me tell you my secret. I don't see it personally. But I want you guys to explain. The how many, how many, how many times have you heard? Like even Harry Kane himself has. They have like special psychologists that train them on how bro, to do breathe, you, how this to make runs. Thing isn't easy. Yeah. You know? It's not easy, bro. Think even Ronaldo, me, even Ronaldo, yeah, they all have like special mentality. trainers. Like they all have like special trainers that teach them how to breathe, how to hey, make the hey. runs. Toast, to me, to the individual, personally. Let's talk about one individual that we all rate as probably the biggest, like, has no mental barricades, yeah? Cristiano Ronaldo. Even in one of the biggest games of his career, Champions League final, the guy missed a penalty. Like, it happens. You can miss a penalty. Like, your mentality, like, you could have the, the most elite mentality in football and still come down in 12 yards and the keeper saves it or you sky it wide. That is Andy, Andy, we're not saying you're always going to score. This is what I'm saying. Play. Exactly. That's no, what I'm saying. I know what you you're saying. Miss. You can miss. I know miss. what you're you saying. But you're saying, but you're saying basically in the pressure, in the shootout, where it, is ba it basically means if I miss, we're going out. A lot of players will back up because they won't back themselves mentally to to shoot well. Even that, what's his name? That um, what's what's that Donny's name? That that missed the last penalty. The Fernandez. Fernandez. We all knew he's gonna miss, bro. Yeah. You saw it in his face. <laughs> he didn't look confident. He just wasn't on it. <laughs> he wasn't on it. And the thing is, like, a penalty is not a, a one-two-three thing. Oh, because you're a professional footballer, you should be able to. Nah, it's it's not that simple, man. So no, me, I, I, I think you be, you would be forgiven if you step up and. And take the penalty. Exactly. Rather Even than stepping going up like, and taking a penalty, take step a up and take it. I think we have to remember the point. In that situation, we have to remember the point we made. I, I think, think it's just you guys were saying that you, you are questioning the reasons why a player will think he can't back himself to do it. Is that is that what you're saying? 
like not necessarily the fact you can miss, but the fact that like some obviously some of the Spurs players basically decided that oh yeah, shied away from it. I think yeah. that's the problem. So in that sense, I agree. Like you've literally like kick balls every day for a living. Like you should be able to back yourself to to hit the, at least hit the target. I get oh. it, but I just don't want to refute the idea that like a penalty is like an e- as easy as a free throw because to me, I just I don't see the correlation in that. In that I sense. don't I don't think I don't think penalties are easy. But for me personally, if you if you claim to be a professional, somebody that this is this is what you do for a living. I don't feel as if external factors should affect your ability to strike yeah. the ball cleanly from twelve yards. I so honestly, even I, like... I, I, I can't, hmm. I can't. Okay, so um, not to not to kind of uh, make it about me, but again, to, similar to Munya, I play football as well. I've I've been involved in penalty shootouts previously. Sorry, I, I go, <laughs> I go for the same spot every time. I go, I'm left footed. I go across my body every time, and I've scored penalties every time because for me, I back myself to put it in the same place every time and hit it the same way, take the same amount of steps in my run-up. I feel as if, and that's I, I, that's, I do that for fun. And I'm talking about professional players. So I don't understand how professional players can't have the same mentality, make get the same routine, and because consistently you, score their penalty. Because penalties. you play on a it. Saturday in front of, like, 10 different people. Pressures, bro. A man different pressures, bro. Like, bro, like, bro, bro, it's so much different. on a Saturday in front of tw- 10 to 20 people max? This is... This, yes. Uh, different uh, different these pressures, people, man. Uh, these people wait, are going to get caned for missing penalties on their social media. Yeah, 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 bro. By their manager, by their team players. I do understand that, but why does why does why does these why do those external factors affect them from Bro, people carrying people, out the yeah, fast? I think, I, think, I think we should play devil's advocate here because for example, Tosi, you just used that analogy about you um taking penalties the way you take penalties. Look how Tim Crew did his um investigations and found out the way certain players take their penalties. Mm. Yeah, sometimes that means, you're just that, 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 means you, that means on that particular analogy, you you would you would potentially be missing that penalty because he knows where you're going. Shalom, Shalom, You know that happens for every game, no matter yeah. what game. I know. Before game, these guys will sat down. Like, if, you, if, you comes to, if it comes to penalties, or even if there is a penalty, the likely taker, this is where they take their penalties. But that's, yeah. that's just normal. But yeah. what we're saying is, Andy said you've got the advantage. If you put enough power, it's going to go in. Now The striker has the advantage. The goalkeeper has the advantage. For me, you can also put enough power and, and miss it as well. So I think with, with penalties... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. saying. No, no, no. Let, me, let, let, me, let me add to that. There's two ways you're going to score a penalty. Now, I've heard, I think it was Ryan Giggs in an interview, you're more likely to score if you hit the side nettings, as we've mentioned. And there's another way of put your, put your laces through it, head down. As we all know as footballers, if you're leaning back, it's going over. Head down, yeah. put your laces through it, you're more likely to score. Yeah. Now, is it that, is, is, is it, is it, okay, I know you guys are saying in, in some situations it's harder, but I just feel like if you follow those two guidelines, you will more likely score your penalties. And, and no pressure. To, and to add to, add to that, Munia, two what, frustrates commandments. Me, what, what, what frustrates me is that when some of these players miss their penalties, they go away from that, so they'll try to hit it down the middle for some reason. Like, you're basically um, taking away your advantage by, like, basically switching up the way, the best way to score a penalty. Like, I, can't, I, can't, I just can't. I can't get my head around it, honestly. I can't. All right. All right, Before move, we move on, move. I know, I know, I know we're, about, we're talking too much about pennies, but can you guys quickly just name me some of the players in the Premier League to have 100% penalty conversion? No one. Um, I think Berbatov. Yes. It's, very, it's a very small list. Uh, uh, Mario Balotelli. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, nah, he missed. He missed in uh, France once. Uh, in the Premier, Premier League. League or... Premier League. Premier League. Yeah. Premier League. Um, so, just um, some of the names. Uh, um, maybe. Ricky Lambert. Ricky Lambert. Yep. Van Persie. So just no, no Van Persie there, mate. Oh, really? Yeah. So Liam from Bain, the guys Liam that you've guys mentioned, so Berbatov had a nine, nine and nine. Um, Ricky Lambert seven and seven. 
Balotelli, five and five. And topping the chart is Uncle Yaya with 11 out of 11. Wow. Ah, like, go. There's go a skill to it. Bro, but that's, a, that's I mean? for another time. Yeah. Right, let's move on. Let's it. move on. It's not, it's not by mistake that he, he converted all 11 of his penalties. But yeah, we'll move on. It's fine. Yeah, man. Let's move on. So, long story short, Tottenham lost with penalties. Again, no trophy for Tottenham this season. Uh, <laughs> water is wet. Normal. Water is wet. Water makes and water wet. Is whatever wet. it is. Water is wet. Water makes wet. Whatever, man. FC right. things are changing. <laughs> like, where are they? Let's move What's on changing? to um, Derby County v um, United. Um, Wayne Rooney. What's up? Let's take this one, then. Three no for United. Chomping at the bit to get to this one. you want to go for it? I'll go for the Premier League game. Quickly, bro. Quickly, bro. We ain't got um, time. All right, I'll, t- I'll touch on it. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. We we won the won the game quite convincingly. Um, obviously, Uncle Uncle Igalo <laughs> with, the, with the bags, man. Like, I think we didn't really get out of second gear. Like, we I think it was a very after the first initial sort of ten minutes where obviously the crowds are up and everyone sort of trumped a bit to get United. Um, yeah, we we very much controlled the game. Um, again. Bruno looked with like good, with good when he was when he when he had his moments. Um, yeah, we didn't have to get out of second gear. Just a really sort of yeah solid away performance. Obviously, big shout out to Waza. Nearly scored twice. Um, first I think ten minutes it, though. Yeah, pardon. The first ten minutes though. Yeah, yeah. The first ten minutes like, like they they were up for it. Like that, mm. like we expected them to be every game. I think when a team is playing away, well when Man United come to visit, every team starts quite fast on us. I think is is our job to. To sort of take the take the to pressure out of it and and go, um, but yeah. I, other than that, um, yeah, Waza nearly scored. I think the last kick of the game. Um, taking, I think I mentioned it on the group chat, but taking away from the so like sentimental value of obviously having Waza play against his former team, um, he he got quite outrun in midfield. Like he he was he was very like yeah he was able now? to sort of, pardon thirty seven now I think yeah 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 he wasn't able to. Yeah, to like get in and around. I think it was Fred and McTominay in the in the middle. Then obviously Fred dropping in. Um, but yeah, just a standard game again, quite similar to the Arsenal lads and what they said that um, we expected to win it. So so yeah, on to the next round. I think we we drew against Norwich. Uh, Norwich, Norwich. So um, yeah, a dub there for you. A dub there. I think so. A dub against Norwich. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm I'm already thinking about Wembley. To be fair, like <laughs> you know, what I'm saying the like, red, the top red. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, yeah, but yeah, good, good performance. Alright, calm, man. Uh, what was I gonna ask? Oh yeah, I saw like on Twitter people saying, uh, "Oh yeah, Wayne Rooney, he would play. He could play for like at least ten Premier League teams." He's been looking sick, rare tete. You're saying he's... that he got outrun. He was nah. Do you know what is with the ball? He he's good, always though. got the quality. Oh, like he's. Wazza's always had the with the ball to feet. This guy can ping and find you. Like mm. in terms of the football aspect of things, is not. I think it's just the physicality. Like I think to say that he could play for like most like Premier League teams, it's kind of pushing it because the physicality of the Premier League is a lot. But that's yeah. not to say he couldn't come in for that like a twenty like twenty thirty minute period and like dictate the game because he's still got the football brain. You can see it. It's just I think his body is not necessarily reacting as fast as his brain does. As such, mm. but it's not not putting him down. It's just what happens when you get to that age, isn't it? So. All right. And then yeah, let's quickly go through the um, the Premier your Premier League game today. Then two 0 against C. Yeah, man. Um, what a win! What a win! Come on, <laughs> come on, the boys. Yeah, it was. A, it was a, um, I was impressed. I was impressed by the mentality of the team, um, and uh, glad that we got the win. So just to take you through the game, I think 
Um, in the opening few minutes, I think we let City have a lot of the ball um, as expected. They, but they weren't really penetrating with it. So they weren't creating a lot of chances, but you know they had a lot of the ball as expected, a lot of possession, um, and we were quite happy to let them pop it around as they like to. Um, we, weren't, we weren't creating many um, chances in the first half either, um, to be fair. Um, I think we were just more concerned about keeping our shape, staying cautious. Um, and then once we, we are, uh, endured that spell, uh, we, began to get, we began to get on the ball a bit more. Bruno got in the game, dictating and fluencing as he likes to do. Um, and he obviously drew the foul that led to the goal. Um, I think the connection for that goal, um, I don't know if they made eye contact or there was something that probably something they've worked on the training ground together, but I've never seen Martial react to a ball yeah. that he knows is coming so quickly. Like he was literally gone and he just lost Aguero. And obviously, it was a great um, over-the-shoulder volley. Um, I think Edison obviously should have done better, um, but great movement from him, and, and it was an um, just hit the, tar- hit the target. Hit man. the target, man! It was enough uh, enough uh, pace on the ball to, to get it past him, albeit um, uh, a mistake. But uh, good performance overall by uh, Tony. I think he made himself busy, well-taken goal, um, and obviously he's you know equaled his. Uh, Premier League best for goals. I know there's haters in here that will say he won't bag for another three games, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll wait till that happens, innit? <laughs> no, he's come, yeah, he's come well for us. He did well, man. Um, and I think we need to give uh, a certain Brazilian uh, um, midfielder his, his flowers, man. So Fred was, again, so good today. I know um, United fans probably have different different opinions about Fred, but I think that the more that he plays, um, the more confidence he builds and the better performances he's putting in. And it, it, he's proven that um, that he's, he's more than just an engine. I think he, he, he's showing that game after game, he can play football at the highest level. Um, I think we, we know he breaks up play. We know he puts a foot in. We know he doesn't play half-heartedly. Um, but I feel like in more recent weeks, he's showing us that, you know, we, we can actually see other parts of his game, his technique, his desire, and, and just a general uh, positive influence on the United team. Um, I think he's probably, at this point, he's one of the first names on, on the United team sheet. I don't know Definitely. what you think, Char, but Definitely. yeah, he's, 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 a, he's a staple in the United starting eleven at this yeah. stage. And um, obviously, this win, this win, this United win means that we only need two more wins. Um, <laughs> hopefully, Arsenal, Ars- hopefully, Arsenal can do us a favor uh, on Wednesday. Can we just finish the summary of, of the? Of you the, couldn't the wait game. to bring it up. <laughs> Trust me. Right. I, thought, I thought it was done, man. I thought I was ready to take segue, a breather, pal. Into a, okay, I'm sorry, mate. <laughs> no, I, I think from from City's perspective, I think like. They just did not look up for it, man. I don't know what you, man, thought yeah. when you yeah, were heads off. Full like, what, 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 yeah, they what, can't what get up for it at this point. Yeah, they, they've mm-hmm. secured they second. Yeah. I don't care what anyone... Yeah, I don't care what... They already... The only thing there would have been would would have been pride, like to like oh. But it's still the dark You know what I mean? No, no, that's what I'm saying. That's the only thing to play for. But you don't see, you don't care about United. To be fair, exactly. Like that's that's the thing. No, no, I'm no, not I, trying to at you, man. But what Andy said is kind of facts. Like they don't really care. Like they, because nah, nah. you man said that everyone knows they've been the noisy neighbors. They've they've come. They've done what they bro, needed to do with you, man. Bro, really, but I just feel like they weren't bothered. Wait, before you man. jump in, Steve, they weren't really bothered because they, they think they're bothered like that, big char. Bro, they 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 haven't beat us. They haven't beat us in three games. We've just done a double league double for the first time since two thousand nine. 
Like, you think they were coming into this game thinking, like, fuck, we need to beat United today? To say to that honest, they're not bothered. It didn't look like it. Yeah, it didn't look were, like it. Like, it was, uh, like, this is not the first time you've seen us play like this against City. Like, mm. we, we know how to make them struggle. Especially, they were especially bad, I think, this time around. Yeah, yeah, don't wrong, they were like levels that they no, usually at. Don't get me wrong, but like rather than take, looking at the cup as half empty, look at it at half full. Like, yeah. I think our, 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 our tactical awareness, and we have to give our flowers to Oli because a lot of people here in the chat will say, no, Oli out, but like he's beating Pep Guardiola. <laughs> I'm Oli in, man. Let me ask you something. Let me ask you, United fans, something. The three games that you've played them, yeah. Did they not win the one that mattered the most? Yeah, no, they, but yeah, they did. I should have, in, Thank in the, you. That's, that's what I wanted to know. <laughs> wait, no, 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 no. no. Oh, wait, 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 wait. wait. Yeah, no. wait, wait. <laughs> let's move on. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. But let, let's, let's, be, let's put it in perspective. At that point, that time, that wasn't the most important game. It was only in the, in the course of two games now, it must have been. Yeah. yeah but like, no, during, the, saying, during that point in time, it, it wasn't. But obviously, yeah. I understand what you're saying that, yeah, we should have. But like, even the game that we won 1 0, like, Obviously, I'm not going to make excuses and say, oh, yeah, if we had X, Y, and Z back. But I think the game would have been a lot different if we didn't have the injuries that we did. But, again, and we didn't have Bruno there to, to make a difference in the final third. But, again, we're not making excuses because at the end of the day, they're and, and But let's not, just, do, let's not do this, though, Monja. Yeah, we're not. We're not. We're not. Well, but, let's give United credit, man. Yeah, hey. we, I think, yeah, you need to give it's us a bit well, of credit. Man. Like, we've, like, it's, no. it's the tactics might not look good on the eye, but, like, in the last, like, we beat them. We've done a league double against City since yeah. 2009. Since 2009, do you know how mad that is? Like, that's a mazza. That's actually a mazza. So, so just, 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 to, just to rebut you, Munya, on the, on the, you know, the games <laughs> that. Um, was it an outfit? I know, I know, I know. I'm not, I'm not coming with any heat or anything, but it's um, like I know the first game that we played uh, against City at the Etihad that we won. I, ca- I can't, I can't say that like. Their mindset must have been, uh, we don't care about United because I, I don't feel like the league was. The league was yeah. impossible. That, that was a well deserved W, like away from yeah. home, yeah, early in the season, yeah. It, it was like at that point, the, the league, you know, they probably still had hopes for the league. So, you know, three points were crucial. So I don't, I don't yeah. think you can, you can discredit that win there. Which one? No, which, no, no. Which, which one? The, no, the, uh, the the 2-1 with uh, Rashford and Martial was no, no. it? Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. No, oh, yeah, I wasn't yeah. discrediting it, but I'm just saying from all those victories, did they not win the one that mattered the most? But I'm not saying none of those other wins, because that's, like I said, what Steve stat there, what he said there is like double since 20, 2009. That's mm. a mazar. Like, I know for a fact that we're not going to get anything up. Our game in hand is against Man City. Like I don't see us leaving with anything. The reason the reason why I'm saying this whole um city thing with United that they don't care because they they are up for it differently when they face Liverpool. When they face United, it's it's very I don't know, man. I get, I get, do you know? I get what you're saying because it there's the, it was like, it's like you know the fixture when Arsenal and United were at it, each other when yeah. Arsenal faced Chelsea. Yeah, it wasn't as yeah. Of a it's, like, it's, like that. Saying, yeah it's like that. I get what you're saying. What you mean? But yeah. Liverpool, yeah, Liverpool, Man City have been going for the title. We are not a part of that conversation at the moment. Yeah. But I just think in certain aspects, especially like the way that their season has gone. This game, like this game, still doesn't get much bigger. Like, obviously, they yeah. got the Champions League aspirations, but bro, if you can't get up for these kind of games, I wouldn't be too confident at that Champions League because they still got to play Madrid, who are clutches in Champions League. Like, I yeah, no, 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 with Ronaldo, you got, that, 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 I think City will go through. Done, but, I think yeah. City will go yeah. through. Don't get me wrong, but like, still, like, I, I don't know. I maybe maybe that's the problem that City have had throughout the season that they can't get up for. Like these sort of games, like even though you in the, in the course of the season that it might not seem as 
as as big, but like the Ottomendis and stuff like that, they they make these crucial mistakes, and I think that could be questioning like their mentality. Ottomendis getting shipped, man. He's terrible. He's, He's there, horrible. He's done out. He's horrible. But yeah, All right, good, good, let's victory. move on, man. Let's move on. Um, so yeah, good win from United against City. This moves them three points behind um, Chelsea. That also won earlier, four 0 mm-hmm. uh, Let's quickly touch on that, just very quick. Uh, Billy. <laughs> it was yeah, a, it was a pamming in it. I apologize for um, comparing him to Winks. By the way, I'm pe- I'm saying it on yeah, that guy. That's, that's, yeah, that's yeah, that was stuff. a wild one. Still, Billy, uh, Billy Billy Gilmore, man. Uh, that that's yeah. the that's the type of player that I could watch all day, man. Like mm. I'm a, I'm a big fan of midfielders. Is he English? Uh, no, he's Scottish. Scottish. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. McSawson him of... for the for Scotland midfield. That's a bit of a sticky. Oh. Do you know what? Whatever yeah, happened but... to that Ryan Gould, brother? Because like that big that um, yeah yeah. That wonder kid, Scottish wonder kid that went to sport in Lisbon, then he disappeared. Oh, yeah. He I was, I don't know whether he fits into winger the Winger, in it? Was it winger? Winger, yeah. I don't know yeah, if he yeah. fits into the Scotland setup, but I don't know. Um, yeah, but it would be nice to see Gilmore and Scott McTominay feature for Scotland in the Euros, man. But are they, in, are they, are they qualified? Playoffs. Playoffs? Yeah, they the qualifiers, playoffs, yeah. yeah. Oh, mad. Okay. Do you yeah, not think it's uh, a bit soon? I mean, like, the sample size is small. I mean, like, I'm, I'm... The sample just, I'm, size is small, but he's making yeah. it, boy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> no, he's, Scotland he's, haven't got like, like, Scotland have ballers yeah. like that, man. They don't have ballers, bro. Yeah, if you're They'll be using Scott Brown. Scott Brown's coming out of retirement three, four times, bro. <laughs> yeah, man, come on. He's telling me Scott Brown, then, 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 come on. <laughs> like, let's see. Yeah. Nah, Gilmore's a good player, man. He's a good player. Yeah, the he's players good. coming in, with the players coming in, Scotland may have a bigger presence at the moment. They, they, they're far from it, from the likes of England, from the likes of Wales. Yeah, oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. Ireland. But they've sure. got to like kind of work with what they're getting now. There's, they're getting a lot of new youngers coming in that could yeah. give them a shout, but they're, I think they're a long, long way from it. Oh so yeah, definitely. Yeah. Fans, do you think you can catch Chelsea? Because it seems like every time definitely. Chelsea wins, you man win, but every time they lose or drop points, we yeah, it's true. So, I think after Spurs, our running is a lot easier than Chelsea's. And, oh, really? And yeah. Leicester's getting dragged into it as well. So yeah, there yeah, could yeah, be two spots up yeah, for yeah. grabs now. Yep. Yikes, 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 yikes. Um, yeah, so 4-0. Uh, first goal was Mason Mount. Great, mm-hmm. great goal from the turn. And then second goal oh, was Willian. No, Pedro. Pedro, Pedro, yes, yeah, Pedro. Goal, yeah. Good link uh, up playing the midfield. With Barkley, man. That was a great ball from Barkley. Again, mm. great performance from Barkley today as well. Yep. I enjoyed him. Yeah. Um, and then the third goal was William, right? Wh- okay. Yeah, William. And then... and then the fourth goal was... Giroud. Giroud. Oh, yeah, that's a that typical yeah. tap-in. Bags, man. Bags, but man. ever since he's come in, he's, they've been looking um, quite solid, to be honest. Um, I mean, Boy. Yeah, he, <laughs> no, but he's actually been putting <laughs> some decent performances. Yeah, man. yeah. Just, just in terms of his link-up that we all know him for. Yeah, hold-up uh, play. The things he does I mean, well. Good yeah. in the air. Good in the air. Um, does, that say, um, does that say more about Tammy? Or that's, 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 gonna, that, that was my next <laughs> question, man. Are we not going to... Steven, you've got a mail. Meanwhile, DCL, where was he today? Bro, yeah, no, in, in fairness, Everton, like historically, for the last couple of seasons, they've been a horrible, like, away team. And yeah, like, they from the moment uh, Chelsea got the early goal, the game was done. Like, they're just, yeah, they just you saw, have, you saw, they're the toothless way it, away from yeah, home. You saw the way it set up that Everton were just not, not coming oh, to yeah, do anything. Yeah, yeah, man. It's funny though, because, um, 
obviously the start they had of United season, on ropes though. Yeah, I hope <clears> it. <throat> Goodson is a different conversation. Oh, okay. But like, what I was want to say is that basically, just to touch on it. Like, obviously, when we were first giving Chelsea the flowers early in the season, we were talking about like this high intensity and like mm-hmm. this new like new breed of like the youngsters. Don't get me wrong, they still do. Like, Mason Mount was very good today, but I think it's like quite not 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 funny, but. The fact that Lampard has had to rely on like the Alonso's, the Giroud's, um, the players that were on the fringes at one point, like you weren't really sure about them, and like now they're coming. When you're coming towards the business end of the season, that now they're starting to play when they, some of these players are like back in the team. I just yeah, think, but is that not expected? Um, yeah, no, no some, but I'm saying you have to give them, a, like, give them props in the sense that like. Yeah, right. They could have easily just been done that, just run down their contracts and then just sort of see you later, Chelsea. But they, like, it shows their professionalism, the fact that they're. Sort of yeah, turned their turn not for a manager that like they could have been like sulking about because they left him out of the team. Obviously. Very true. You know what, lads? Um, I just wanted to say one thing before we move on from the Chelsea topic. Um, I heard the commentator say it again. It's actually kind of annoying me. Like, I mean, um, the media and commentators and like people within football seem to be getting the impression that Chelsea are this super young team, but yeah, they're actually not. If we're if we're being completely honest, I mean, like, let's look at the starters today. Like, Willie Andrew, Pedro. Um, Ross Barkley. I mean, that that's four as of your P. front six. Yeah, yeah. as as well. Alonso. Bro, do you know what I mean? Mm. These, these are right these are mm. currently yes, veterans. Yeah, no. Very true. Literally. So this notion that Chelsea have such a young team, Frankie Lampard's young guns, all of this, it's it's just incorrect. Like it's not. That's why we got to give more flowers to Ole, bro. Like I feel like people are not giving this guy the flowers. Like this is a conversation that I need <laughs> let's, to have. Let's 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 move on before we. People are telling me laps this, laps that, but like. That's not where I was going, but yeah. You know, big chop, boy. Top red. Oh, let's move on, man. Boy. All right, so let's go um, to North London, where Lacka Piss did the bits. Munizu. Lacka Piss did bits again. 15 minute of VAR. I heard that's a mad. I heard that. I saw that as well. Let, let me unpack. It, let me unpack. So obviously, um, Arsenal collected the three points. Uh, let me hit you with a quick fact, guys. Um, <laughs> this is our first win on a Saturday um, in about seven games. Um, yeah. Saturday. Wow. It's a bit mad. Gambles. It's a bit mad. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, we had West Ham. And you know what? West Ham have been playing poorly this season. However, they do love That's turning up against... They're London rivals, yeah. Yeah, they love playing their London rivals. Like they've got results like Tottenham. They get some results like Chelsea, sometimes Crystal Palace. And obviously, at Arsenal, um, we we've, we always beat them at home. But they, it's, it's never going to be an easy game. And from what I saw in the first half, we were so poor. Um, one of the members, um, a certain boy Tabs, was saying we're getting popped. Not necessarily. I wouldn't say. I've seen us being held hostage at our own ground. <laughs> what I was saying was... I.e. Aston yeah, Villa? exactly. Aston Villa. They actually, but I don't think West Ham were, were holding us hostage. Mm. They were just having the better chances. Possession-wise, we were all over them. But when it came to chances, I think Bowen could have scored a great goal. Um, oh, yeah. my gosh. Oh, I don't yeah, know I if you guys that. saw the highlights. Like, yeah, um, Mikel, Antonio. Antonio could have oh, finished his Oh, dinner. he's a criminal for Brother, that. Antonio. Antonio. The one with, the one with Hal, Listen, the one with I, I was going to have oh, a conversation God. about that guy because... No, we'll go in. No, no, no. Shalom, shalom. We'll go into that because I want to discuss him as well. But um, just going in that first half, there was a chance when we lost the ball in midfield. It was actually two against two. No, even two against one. I'm sorry. Against one, um, yeah. They should have scored, guys. Honestly, we should have been one 0 down. And when stuff like that was happening, because West Ham hit the post, they missed that one on one. I just thought we're gonna nick something here. So 
come second half, Arteta's obviously said some words to them. We've come better. Um, West Ham was still making it difficult for ourselves. And it wasn't until the, around the 80th minute, now, it was a shot from Aubameyang, hit a deflection, which gave it some air, and Ozil was first to react. Two issues with this goal. Now, one, Ozil decides to header and assist when he could have just shot. I don't know why. <laughs> but anyways, he gave it to like a piss who scored. Hey, hey, brother. What do you mean like a piss? No, no, no. No, no, no. He knows, bro. He's one of the real ones. Like a piss. You might have. He goes to the stadiums. Like a piss. I'm a disowner. No, no. To be honest, at home, like I wanted to reach out. I wanted to reach out to some people that have been calling him now because he's not like a piss. Like scores another goal for us. Thank you. He's actually the only player at the moment I've actually got his name in the back of my top so like come on guy, don't, don't worry come on. Don't that's worry. because he's good looking man none of his football <laughs> <laughs> now as it happens as he scored the flag went up um, everyone's everyone's thinking what the hell because at the time we're thinking there's no way he could have been offside it then goes to VAR and um, from the offside, moment man. it was a long decision and from when I knew it was a long decision, I knew it was a goal. I was, everyone in the stadium wasn't sure, but because it was taking so long, I was 99% sure it was a goal. And obviously, it ended up being overturned um, and was given were given the goal. Um, looking at it, because I watched the highlights when I got home, it was it was just it was it was, it was hard for the Lionel, or sorry, the Lions woman, I should say, because it was Sean, it was Sean Mance, um Massey, Massey, yeah. Massey, um, Massey. It was very hard for her to call that, so we can't we can't at her. Um, it wasn't an easy decision. She just got to go off pieces. But have you guys noticed as well? I think this happened today in the Man City game. Even when the Lionel has raised the flag, the ref is going to let them play onto the goal if the so ball goes stupid, in the back of the net man. or not. That's so but we, we need that. We need that because that way, if the ref was to blow the whistle um, beforehand, it would it would stop. It would stop the thing. Yeah. It, it, a chance, yeah. The ref was, basically yeah, being so they have to yeah. play by the whistle. So. Um, in hindsight, yeah, we then get the goal and we then see off the game. And it was, a, it wasn't the best performances, but we got the three points. So that's what I'm happy about. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll touch on the game. I mean, I watched it and um, again, man, um, even though it was, it was a massive three points and the three points was the most important thing at the end of the day. I didn't think Arsenal played well again, to be honest. I mean, um, Jared Bowen had one or two good chances. Um, Mikel Antonio, who's a player that, he's one of my favourite West Ham players, but he's all hustle and bustle and no end product, like, the majority of the time. <laughs> Shit, because, um, FC, man. Yeah, he really should have. If he, if he finished his dinner, like, West Ham would have gone away with three points. I mean, Haller, he has a shot every, like, four games, and he had, like, one or two chances against us. So, <laughs> Arsenal defensively, again, still, we're just... We're not where we need to be, and yeah, so we were cool. lucky. To, we so were lucky cool. to escape with three points, in my opinion. But at this point, business end of the season, what about eight or nine league games to go? Three points is massive, and I mean, Arsenal, we are we're in a funny place because right now, like I mean, I've said to you boys on the pod and previously, I personally don't think Europe in any capacity will do us any good. Like I feel we need to just focus on like kind of just improving our performances week in week out in the league. Forget all this yep. Thursday and Sunday nonsense. But at the same time. It's, it's, a, it's another three points and we're not a million miles away from a very yep. inconsistent Chelsea team. So I honestly don't know what to think. But I mean, like I said, I mean, let's just keep on getting points and like wins and we'll see where we are at the end of the season. But yeah, it's a funny one. It's a, it's a funny like exactly. little period um, for us. 
in terms of the Arsenal fans and the pod, um, I may, I had a, I noticed something, and I just wanted to just put it out there. How poor is our midfield? It's horrible, bro. There's it's no so horrible. Like teams come to the Emirates and they dominate the ball. Like you can't go to Anfield. A whole West like, Ham, you know. You're gonna run. You're gonna run the show. You can't even go to Old Trafford because, like, we don't like our midfielders. Like they give us, they give the defense no protection, but they don't also know how to control the tempo of the game to hold yeah. on to the ball to dictate play. Like it's just, it's just, it's just a shit show. It's like a basketball match, honestly. Like teams get out in transition against Arsenal and. Every single attack they could potentially score. There's, there's, yes. It's just poor. That's why Wednesday is going to be a myth. Oh, man. We're going to hold four or five, mate. Nah, man. You might, you might should beat them, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wednesday is going to be a myth. But anyway, moving on. Mesut should leave this season. He's done out here. Yeah. We'll, we'll touch on Mesut later, yeah, man. We'll, 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 we'll touch on Mesut right, though, just, touch just, on. I just thought I had a look at the, the um, league table. and like Out of the top 12, yeah, Arsenal have won the least amount of games with nine. Like, that's actually like... Mad. It's diabolical. But at the same time, we've also lost um least well, yeah, other, yeah, you've yeah. lost six games. Other, lost, than, yeah, other than yeah. Liverpool, we've we've lost the least. Yeah, which is quite yeah. weird what, as well. So. Not FC. Yeah, so oh, what not? <laughs> drawing oh, all over. <laughs> Trust me. All right, cool. So let's move on then to um yeah, the Liverpool game. Uh quickly, two one v Bournemouth. Um Wait. the game got pretty much wrapped up in the first half. I didn't watch the game to be honest, so I just caught the highlights. Has anyone yeah. watched the game? Yeah, uh, it, it, weren't, it weren't wrapped up. It weren't at all, man. It weren't wrapped up. It, no, no. Right, it then, was, then, then run it for me, man. It was um, a very cagey game. I think from minute minute one almost. I feel like um, if Bournemouth were um, a more you know clinical team that took their chances, not a, a struggling team that are, are struggling to to create chances, mm. um, it would have been a, a different outcome. I mean, For they real? got into good yeah, they got into good good positions. They um they were hurting you you lot on the breaks on on a couple of occasions as well. I think they they drafted Junius uh, Stanislas back into the team. He he looked a threat. Um, you know, he had a couple of, of of chances that he probably should have done better with as well. I think um. Obviously, when Liverpool begin to play, um, you know, it, it, it did get a little bit long for, for Bournemouth in general. Mm. But um, Bournemouth definitely had chances um, and, and the game could have very easily ended up... Uh, Milner, like, Milner had an off-the-line clearance as well, is not it? Yeah, no, yeah. A- absolutely, yeah. To um, piggyback off what Press said, um, Liverpool, both Liverpool's goals actually came from two defensive mistakes. Um, mm-hmm. Jack Simpson gave away the ball for yeah. the first goal. Lewis, Kitt, Lewis Cook, I don't know what he was doing in the middle, middle of the park for the second goal. <laughs> Van Dijk slipped through ball to um, Mane, Mane. And then, yeah, you, you can just go get a drink in it because you weren't going to yeah. miss that. Like, yeah. I mean, but honestly, obviously you end up winning the game 2-1, but those were very much self-inflicted mistakes, which is what Eddie Howe said, like, um, in his post-match press conference. So, yeah, I mean, even though Liverpool So won, did we not, did we not have any big Liverpool. chances after that? Um, it, was, it, was, it was Liverpool's game that, to lose. It yeah, wasn't like se- a... Se- second half, I mean, you, you could actually make a case that... Um, actually, no, that's a lie. In the, in the last, like, last, I think, five minutes of the game, um, Salah squared it to Firmino, who I think he's... There's, someone's put a curse on him at Anfield <laughs> because he... I don't think he scored a, a Premier League goal at Anfield this season. He was basically some six yards out and he, he skied it. Like, I don't know what his problem is. If it was away, he probably would have bagged. But, at, yeah. At the other end, in like the dying minute, Callum Wilson... 
Oh my days! Yeah, I don't know if you guys watched it today. Under his foot, man. Yeah, and he he actually would if the goal would have counted because he was on side. Was it um, actually on? Yeah, he was, man. Wow. So yeah, that was just horrific from Callum Wilson. Their goal, their their goal, they kind of popped us though. The combination play. Yeah, no, their it was goal. nice. Yeah, the link up. Mm. Yeah, the link up between like Billing and um and Wilson and um who crossed it in for the goal. Um, was it not Stanislas? Was it, was it, was it Stanislas? Open. Need to double check that. It was one oh, of the lights. Um, it was Lima. Oh, oh Jefferson yeah, Lama, yeah, yeah. Jefferson Lama, yeah. The link up between Bill and Lama and Wilson for the goal was actually very nice, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, we're one step closer. Ain't that right, Big Char? <laughs> Pardon? We're one step closer, B. <laughs> to what? Huh? What? To, yeah, to 13 Premier League titles. To, to 20, 20 league titles. Okay, okay. Is it twenty okay. or nineteen? Nice, nice change of um, nice change of <laughs> twenty league, there. twenty league titles. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, what? No, you guys deserve it. It's been, it's been a crazy ride, man. Yeah. I, it's, I'll take my Man United off for once. I won't dust it off because it will, it'll go straight back on. But yeah, I mean, uh, I think yeah. I might. I'll, I'll see how this season plays out. But I think I might jump on the. This season, as this, this league is kind of weak bandwagon but then at the same time I'm like nah because we got basically moved to by Watford and they lost against Crystal Palace the other day yeah but I don't even know how what the circumstances were in that game but yeah it was it was just yeah but winning the league this early it's a bit mad still oh also also we broke a record that we not not a record sorry but we um won more games than the Invincibles oh yeah yeah I'm just happy that we're not going to be also got the uh most away, oh, most, home wins? most conse- consecutive home wins. Yes, yeah, a record 22. twenty-two, I think. Yeah, yeah that's I'm the just record. happy we're not going to be one of the teams that give you a guard of one. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> oh, that pissed me off because I was literally looking at the games. Oh, we play United. Ah, oh, we uh, played them. Already. I could, I could have watched that. I actually could have watched. That. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Raheem Sterling has given us one, so I'll be happy with that one, man. Yeah, that's tight. All right, let's Boy. move on then. Uh, European games. There's not been any big European games that happened. I mean, currently it's into Juve. It's nil-nil in that game. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I think the usuals have just won their games. Barca won one-nil. Skinny their teeth things. Skinny their teeth. What's, late the, what's, the, what's the league looking like at the moment? Late penalty uh, by Messi. Um, Arsenal top 58 points. Madrid 57. But I think if Madrid wins... They go ahead of them. They go ahead, yeah, man. That's, it's going to be a very good finish to the season in that league. Yeah. For most leagues, to be fair. I most, think most leagues, leagues, man. The Dutch league, ours, German league. Yeah, yeah. Um, Italian league maybe as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, okay. Question actually, just yeah, yeah, just touch on touching that. But if you're Madrid, are you prioritizing the La Liga or Champions League? I think they're they that's the thing. They're prioritizing La Liga. I think, man. I think so. Yeah, I think so. in a minute for them. Yeah, they've they've, they've had a, they've had a good time the last couple of seasons with yeah. um, the Champions, Champions League. league. Let, let's be honest. Yeah, I mean, mm. it would be great for them to to win a league title this season. I think. Yeah. Cool. For sure. I know. So um, right now, I would just like to discuss one of um, modern football's geniuses, if I could say it like that. Um, enigmatic geniuses. Enigmatic geniuses. Okay, a couple of superlatives <laughs> there. Um, scored and made his debut for Schalke no Fee. Couple. <laughs> say name the German. Uh, played there for two years, and then he moved to Werder Bremen, where he truly made his name. Um, Around the 09-010 season, his final season at Werder, he truly, 
I think around that time he broke out kind of thing. That's where people actually started to notice him um, because he held the record of having the most assists in Europe in all competitions. And he um, had 25 assists. So this is when I think around this time, this is when people started talking about assists. Like, yeah, he, he makes bare assists. And I think he kind of like um, redefined the number 10 position in terms of um, um, what we look at. So we're not just looking at goals, but we're looking at goal contributions all of a sudden because of, because of this man. Um, his standout performances for Germany in the 2010 World Cup earned him um, a measly 50 million move to Real Madrid. Did you guys knew that? 50 million? 15. I didn't know it was that low, you know. 15. One five, yeah? Yeah, man. And he was kind of star boy, star boyish for a good two seasons, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So basically at that time, yeah, Sky was the limit for him. Um, in his debut season, he helped Madrid win the Copa del Rey. And the season after that, they won the league and he had a record of 17 assists in that league as well. Uh, so like I said, he redefined what it meant to be a number 10. Um, his time at Arsenal, he helped them end their nine-year trophy draw by winning the FA Cup with them and continued to do that the same season. They done back-to-back in it and then they didn't yeah. win it and then they won it again, basically, I think. Mm-hmm. I think you've won the, Yeah, yeah. I think that's what happened. Yeah, uh, we won it in 2014, 2015, then we won it again in 2017, yeah. 2017, 18, yeah, correct. Um, 2015-16 season, he recorded 19 assists, and that's Oof. the second most assists yep. ever. Yep. I think just behind, behind Igwe. Yep. Yeah. Behind Igwe, right? Yep. Yeah. And um, Igwe, Titi, Henry. Um, so basically, this, this man basically has records in terms of assists everywhere, and everywhere he's played. Let me just list some of his accolades. Um, one DFB, so basically one German FA Cup, one La Liga, one Spanish Super Cup, one Copa del Rey, three FA Cups, one mm. Community Shield, World Cup winner, under 21 Euro winner, five-time German Player of the Year, Euro Team of the Tournament 2012, UEFA Team of the Season twice, his highest Ballon d'Or finish was 11th in 2011. And he's been Arsenal Player of the Season 2015-2016. And there's plenty of other accolades and records that he holds that I can't even mention. Yet, it feels like at this moment of time, his career has been somewhat underwhelming. If we just look at it, if we look at him now, it just feels like, you know, Ozil's just any guy. But he's not, basically. And he just basically currently looks like a shadow of himself. And if you listeners ain't figured it out yet, this is the curious case of Mesut Ozil. Mm. <laughs> I name dropped him already, but this is the <laughs> Ozil. So, um, just to ask you guys, what were your earliest memories of Mesut Ozil? So, for me, the earliest memory was when basically his final season at Werder Bremer, um, 09 010. That, yeah, when they yeah. were talking about assists, all of a sudden, what do you mean assists? But yeah, that's that was my first introduction to uh, Mesut. So, Big Cha, uh, what was yeah. your base? What was your... When My did you start noticing Mesut? Um, yeah, I think we all heard about this creative midfielder when he was like very brave and sort of breaking into the scene. I think yeah. around the same... Like, I think this is when um, maybe a bit earlier than sort of the Kevin De Bruyne, um, yeah. that sort of phase. But, but yeah, I heard, heard that he's just had like crazy like pass, pass merchant. Yeah, obviously, they really yeah. have seen much of him. Then, obviously, he got, he got his move... Um, what, what, what I remember oh, World like, Cup World Cup yeah yeah sorry yeah he had a really good World Cup um, was that the 2006 World Cup 2010 2010, 2010 2010 sorry yeah um, and then yeah obviously he got his move 
But like in terms of Ozil as, as as a player, like what I remember, like what I thought when when I sort of stood up. Obviously, I saw the performances in the World Cup, and obviously when he when he made his move. But I remember like just watching the Madrid team with you know when Di Maria and Co were all playing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just the guy would feed the goat mm. every time on a plate, like it, like. It's, it's almost like poetry in motion sometimes. Like, Ronaldo will be running, like, into a space and this guy would just feed the most delightful ball to him. And like, you just, I just remember, like, in terms of the formation, sometimes I think Di Maria would play in, like, a, like a midfield three. Yeah. And like, Ozil would drop into that, that, like, right deep channel just to pick it up and, like, throw the ball through to, like, Ronaldo, who's running in from the left wing. And, and yeah, like, obviously, and then he, 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 he made his move to, to Arsenal after, after Madrid. And it's... It, he, He's in in technicality in terms of the players that since they're sort of um, Emirates era as such, he's delivered two two um two two FA Cups. That's basically what Arsenal won, and he he was he was a part of both teams, like like a very big part of both teams. Obviously, I think people like Ramsey and stuff maybe had a, a bigger impact in the finals and stuff. But but it's it's weird. Like I think Özil yeah Özil to me defines. Is it, it very much like picturesque in terms of like where Arsenal are at as a club? Like he's just sort of like it's almost as if he's taken the gas off the pedal. I've, I've won the World Cup. Um, he's obviously you, like acclaimed, and and yeah, it's just it's, it's strange. It's strange. It's a very very curious case. <laughs> Do you remember? Um, um, I don't know if you guys remember his time at Madrid. Mm. Um, obviously, he was doing. Always a madness um, in terms of assisting um, Ronaldo specifically. Yeah. But Mourinho would always take him off yeah, around yeah. the 70th minute. Yeah, or and Mourinho would always make a point of atting him. Basically what he mm-hmm. does his whole career. Yeah. And I think this is kind of what forced him to leave Madrid. Yeah. Um, I think Arsenal got him at the right time kind of thing. But... Is it fair to say that he was already beyond this peak, or was he at his peak at that particular nah. time when Arsenal got him? He was, yeah. Was he after it? Man. Toast. Let me hear from you, man, because I, I know you you yeah. had high hopes with, with um, him. I'm very, well. I'm very much looking forward to yeah to getting into this. So, um, hmm. straight off the bat, my earliest memory of Özil was actually uh, the 2010 World Cup. Um, if you yeah. guys remember uh, the ghost ghost goal, most people remember that game for the ghost goal that mm-hmm. Lampard did did or didn't score, but in that game, he uh, ran it, man. He absolutely ran the show. He ran the England midfield ragged. There was actually a particular moment, I think, in the build-up to one of Muller's goals, yeah, where um, oh, yeah. it, it, burnt, it was like um, it was like Barry was running in quicksand, man. <laughs> and it was like Özil was gliding across the pitch because yeah. I've never really taken Özil as a super fast player, but the way he just left Gareth Barry and then laid it off to Muller was just incredible yeah um he had, fast... he had pace he had pace on especially in his early years man he was mm-hmm. yeah he played even wing in it he, he started off as a wing i think i remember it's like it was anywhere across that sort of like yeah yeah but go on toast um so uh fast forward to 2013 um when we signed him it's funny like i remember the exact day we signed him because it was just before the transfer deadline ended and there was a lot of uh, talk about, oh, is, is Ozil coming to Arsenal, this, that, this, that. I remember when I was watching Sky Sports News and it was confirmed, I slid on my carpet floor. I'm pretty sure I got carpet burned because I was so happy that a player of Ozil's prestige would would actually be willing to like sign for Arsenal, do you know what I mean? And for the, in his early part of his Arsenal career, I literally followed like his every single move. I remember his debut so um, we, it was 3-1 away to Sunderland. Um, 
I'm, I literally didn't even need to research this. I'm literally just going off memory, man, because I loved mm. Ozil at the start of his Arsenal career. Um, his first assist as an Arsenal as an Arsenal player was just brilliant. So, um, uh, Kieran Gibbs knocked a long ball over the top from the left down the left hand wing. Um, Ozil plucked it out of the air like with his toe. And then basically mm. just slid it with his left foot to Giroud. Giroud, I remember. Under the keeper. <laughs> I, I was screaming watching yeah. that today thinking, is this, is this, this is his first game. Is this what's really, what Arsenal fans can really expect? I was gassed. I to say the least. It. Do you know what I mean? I mean, it was, it was pretty memorable, you know? And even though like um, in that first season, the stats weren't crazy. I think he scored four goals and um, got five assists in his first season at Arsenal. The stats weren't amazing. Um, just in terms of the general gameplay, um, in terms of link-up play, in terms of um, just passing the final ball, I knew that he, he was going to come good. And in the second season, obviously, that was when he had the breakout season. And as you said, Andy, earlier, 19, 19 assists, assists, six goals yeah, in 35 games. That's 25 um, goal, contributions. Um, goal contributions in 35 games for a midfielder who is just not really his job to score goals. Like, I mean, that's a, that's a great return, you know? And yeah. um, Ball in for, that season. For, for, exactly. For a long time, um, Arsenal were thinking. Arsenal fans were thinking, yeah, this is the savior. This is the guy that we, we needed. Shortly after, after that, we signed um, Alexis Sanchez, and there was a period where those two were just—they were absolutely on fire for Arsenal. You know, there was a game. Um, I, can't, uh, I can't remember what season it was. I think it was 2016. United fans probably don't want to remember this, but we blitzed United. I remember that game. Three 0 <laughs> Is that the Sanchez in the, in the, thing? In the first 20 minutes. Oh yes. uh, Schweinsteiger. Yeah, yeah. was in the midfield as well. Yeah. yeah. Fans love to talk about that game, you know. Bro, because like, honestly, even after, was, like in this in this horrible decade of, as an Arsenal fan, honestly, that was honestly like blitzing like that United highlight. within 20 minutes. It was definitely one of like my most memorable memories. Yeah. So. Again, um, he linked up with Sanchez and there was a great period where Ozil was just, he was the centrepiece of the team. Fast forward now to, I'd say, let's say, I'm going to say start of 2018. So this is when he signed a new contract. Um, he, got, he got a contract extension in 2018, I think up until 2022, I believe. Um, he, he, he was on, he's, he's on currently 350k a week. And if I'm honest, it's kind of just been downhill since there. Yeah. Do you know what Ever I mean? since because then, man. He, he's it won. looked like he was just working for that contract. That's it, man. Because <laughs> he, he's won a World Cup. Like, I mean, he's, he's had a great career in Germany. He had a great career in um, Madrid. He had, um, he's been Arsenal's best player for a couple of seasons. And he just, man, like, I, I honestly don't even know what or where exactly, like, the fall-off came. But mm. the fall-off has been just magnificent I mean like I mean I'm just gonna in terms of uh so 2018-2019 season um 24 appearances five goals two assists 2019-20 season in the league 18 matches played one goal two assists and for someone that assisted Man. 19 goals in one season mm. to go from um back back to back two two assist seasons it's just, it's just Unheard of, you know. What, what were the what were the appearances though? Say that again, sorry. Um, so in um, in the 2018-2019 season, mm -hmm. 24 appearances, mm -hmm. and then 2019-2020 season. Currently, this season, 18 mm -hmm. 18 appearances, and he's and, only and the season where he had 19 assists. How many appearances then? Uh, 35 appearances. Mm, pretty much played every game then. Pretty much. I mean, I, I, um, in the 2015-26 season. He had 35 appearances. Uh, the season after that, 2016 to 2017, he had 33 appearances. So he was very much a staple yeah. in our team. Mm. He was the centerpiece of the team. And we very much played around him. Even the season after, 
um, 17 goal contributions in 33 games, which is a very, very decent return, you know? So, man, yeah. it's, it breaks my heart that, like, we're at a point where like, Ozil's not an indispensable member of Arsenal football team. I mean, if he plays or if he doesn't, he's, he's more or less just a squad player on 350k. And for, to, to go from where he was when he initially joined Arsenal to now, it, it breaks my heart. But again, um, you, could, you, could, you could pull it down to a mentality thing. You know what Ozil's like? Everyone, everyone has always said for the majority of his career, Ozil's very much been a luxury sort of player, you know? And mm. Arsenal cannot afford to have luxury players. We, we, for the, to be honest, for the last decade, we've not, we couldn't afford to have luxury players, you know? And yeah, I mean, it's sad to see him go out like this, to be honest. But man, because... it's funny because like, even when you guys signed Ozil and um, I remember there were talks of like, he needs like certain types of um, strikers in front of him. Yeah. Uh, to unlock <laughs> him, rare tear tear. And then obviously the Sanchez... I think did they come the same time or Sanchez came a season after? So Sanchez, Sanchez came a season a season after, yeah. And yeah, Sanchez funny, came and that's that's when his um, It's funny you actually say that because yeah. obviously he's he's uh he had nineteen assists in his best season, but yeah. a lot of Arsenal fans will remember that um Giroud went through a period in that season where he, he didn't score for like was it like three and a half months and Ozil should have broken the assist record by like maybe five or six goals, honestly. So mm. a lot of people at the time were saying Arsenal are wasting Ozil's prime. And I, I, I was very much um, in agreement with that, man, because mm-hmm. we did not put the players around him to make him flourish, you know? I mean, yeah. Ozil's numbers could be a lot better than what they, what, they currently, what they currently are. So do you guys think that Mesut Ozil has re- redefined the number 10 position or what it means to be a camp? It's truly um, unique in that, you know... In the, basically yeah. in the skill set that Akam's needed for, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah and no, because... Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah and no, because in a sense, it's always... You've always needed that creative spark in, in your team. And I always, I've always thought that, like, for example, like, in modern-day football, you'd probably say Burkham was a 10. Mm-hmm. Like, in terms of, like, the way he, like, they, they operate. Like, was, Burkham was always the pass before the assist or the, the assist in itself. So there's always been that 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 mold of player. But what I think he done is he made us like sort of stand up. Because like, when Burkamp's time was when he was sort of doing his magic, no one really spoke about assisting. Like, oh, he's got twelve that's assists this season. Yeah, you know what I mean? Thing, Whereas yeah. now, like, this is what we home in on. And obviously, mm-hmm. that's probably technology half of it. But like Özil, like his numbers when he was at Madrid, and obviously when he was like it was a, it was a craziness. So like, we we noticed it more. And like, yeah, I definitely I think, think he yeah, he's think... had a, he's had a hand in it. Yeah, I think the reason why the goal contribution talk got higher with Ozo is because he he actually did just that on like a very yeah. high level that wasn't seen before. Probably previously, like to a Henry, for example, who did that obviously for Arsenal. But I think Ozil was like just a midfielder. He just didn't back, but he would just mm-hmm. assist. And I think that in that particular thing that was not seen that was not seen before on that particular scale and the numbers yeah. that he was doing. And I think it became Urzil made it acceptable to have numbers such as you know yeah. 19, 19 assists, but still only have like two, goals two three, three goals. goals. Yeah. But nobody yeah. would look at that side of it because he was just so influential from the position that Plus he played. 
Yeah. Plus, yeah. I think he came up through. He came up through the, like you know the generations of like the David Silvers, the Iniestas, the Javis, like those molds of like creative, like very small build, not very like strong in their their ways. And I think he came through that period of time where like they all skinny. were playing that. Yeah, they all were playing at such a high level that the only thing you could do to differentiate them was literally look at their numbers. Like mm-hmm. to be like, oh, what? Well, who's doing it more more regularly than other? Oh, yeah, yeah, obviously, before it was. And also, I'm sorry if you guys want to talk about Ozil. Don't forget about his under 21 championship. Um, yeah. when he played, he was very good. I think that was the same year when like Theo Walker uh, was Germany England. Germany won it, yeah. yeah, he he balled out, and that obviously took him to Madrid. I think. So yeah, let's yeah. not forget about that. Yeah, the season after. Um. Yeah, I would um, just uh, yeah, just to um, answer your question, Andy, quickly. Yeah, in mm-hmm. I, w- I actually would say in a way he did definitely uh, um, define the way it was to be like a number ten or a cam because I do remember like watching some Urzel interviews um, from a couple of years ago when he was at his peak at Arsenal. Um, he would he genuinely would say that he takes more pleasure in yeah. providing assists than actually mm-hmm. scoring, and sometimes mm-hmm. I, I actually noticed in games it worked to his detriment where sometimes yeah. like, again. Um, it'd be easier for him to actually shoot, but yeah. he would be so intent. I yeah, don't know if yeah. that was a, just um, um, a psychological thing or whether he just intentionally wanted to pad his own stats, but he would always look for the option to square the ball to someone rather than shoot. Yeah, 100%. So, it's, mean, like that, um, it's like that game that you, you man had, like um, I think last season against Leicester, the um, Aubameyang goal. I don't know if you remember. Where you lot got? Yes, yes. Did you that remember was that goal? That goal was goal. wavy. Wow, that was one of the best goals I've and seen. And he could have yeah. just bagged, you know, but he, yep. he just left. Yep. When, when, he, when, he, when he sees one of his teammates like in his vicinity and yeah. there's a, an assist on a plate, he's a, he's a pass-first player. He's, he's the definition of a pass-first player. Yeah. But it's not, it's, not even just that, it's not even just that with Ozil, man. I think he's very aesthetically pleasing, man. Mm-hmm. To, like, like I, I, I always say this with certain footballers, they make it look easy. And when yeah. a footballer makes difficult things look easy, automatically they're good in my eyes. Or at that moment of time, I just rate them. Like, uh, let's say, like a Ben Arthur, these type of players that just make. Mm. No, that's a that's a very good point. I'll tell you what. Um, I, some of you guys might have noticed this. So um, there was actually uh, a trend of Özil that every time he had a one-on-one with the goalie, a lot of people thought that he was doing it um, like accidentally. But if you noticed. Every time that bounce he dinked, bounce thing, he dinked yeah. the ball over a goalie, he would actually kick the ball into the ground um, to make it bounce over the goalie. And yeah. for me, that's, that was something new. Do you know what I mean? That was, that was something that he was... I'd call him the originator of that, to be honest. And that just kind of speaks to the quality he actually has as a, mm. as a player. Very techy, man. Very techy. Do you, do you think that, like... Because obviously we've been, we've been talking about Ozil... Uh, as a player for well over a decade now he's he's mm-hmm. been he's been around for he's a very long time he's you know he's a he came through as you know you could probably even call him a, a wonder kid you know 19 20 years of age for sure, yeah. is when Agreed. you know we were we were really hearing about Ozil and you know he's 31 years of age now and he's you know obviously his best years are behind him but oh, could could you could it be argued that he peaked at a young age I think it could. That's what. That, yeah. That's that's exactly what I want. Why I wanted to say because that's why I asked: Was he at his peak at Arsenal or was he beyond it? Because I think his peak was probably between '09 and probably first season Arsenal 2014, mm-hmm. and then fr- and then from 2014 till about 2016, he just like kind of stayed at his peak. But then from 2016 onwards, it went downhill. 
I, this is my, this is the way I'm. I agree with that. But one thing I would say is again, just to um, reiterate a point I made earlier, I do definitely feel as if Arsenal as a football club, we, we let Meza Ozil down in terms of providing the players that he needed around him to really, Mm. really flourish. Because I mean, the link up between Ozil and Ronaldo was second to none at Real Madrid, you know, and Arsenal never, ever really got the caliber of player that could kind of like get in behind the defences yeah. and those defence splitting balls, that's his go-to, do you know what I mean? Yeah. That yeah. Is, that, that's what Ozil lives for. Arsenal never ever really provided him with like the wingers and the forwards to really like get the best out of him. So, I mean, I think on a, on a better team, his peak could have appeared longer. So, but I, I, do, I do understand what you guys are saying, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. So I saying. think that's a fair rebuttal, man. Do you think mm. um, Ozil's like, this is kind of a segue, but in a sense it's not, but do you think... His, the whole assist thing and the reason why he like he concentrated on it so much was like a pride thing in the sense of like you know how we talk about like he takes more pride in assisting was it because yeah. it's almost like he found his own lane in the sense of like this mm. is what he knows he gets judged on therefore he's gonna sometimes it's like because the amount of times we've seen Ozil right in front of goal like yeah. take a shot and he like, was quite it back mm-hmm. I think it, a, yeah. a part, don't get me wrong, a part of it is the fact that he literally just like he, he takes pleasure from it but I think a, a bit of this is almost like as if he's like backing up his own story in the sense that like yeah. I'm this yeah. is king and because I'm because he probably well. holds a assist record in every competition yeah like <laughs> and the, these footballers like think about us as, as fans yeah argue about these facts all the time you think these footballers are not aware of it like mm. Like wanting to be like the, the most assist in the Premier League after a certain period of time, like all these things matter to them, I'm sure, because like what keeps them motivated. But obviously, like now, now you can tell that like, Urzo hasn't really got a lot of things to to play for in the sense. So like, but like, yeah, yeah like like Tosin said, man. Actually, yeah, Tosin's point. Tosin's point is very important. It's very interesting. So I think it should be the curious case of how Arsenal let down Ozil than Ozil letting down Arsenal. Because, nah, this is a this curious case of yeah. yeah I, 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 I know. I'm just. I'm just I'm just flipping it because when you think about it, when he came to England, England was known as the, it's, it, how we look at number 10. Look at that kind of David Silva. They're going to they, they're, they're gonna assist, but they would also provide goals. But also came as a, as a player who just assisted most of the time. So would you not argue that Arsenal failed to kind of capitalize on that? Yeah, yeah for sure. For it's, sure. It's, similarities to, it's similarities to similarities to our situation. Because you had Walker, you had Giroud. We had Walker, we had Podolski, we had Giroud, Jovino um, as a forward yeah. at, at a time. I mean, these were just <laughs> sub-caliber players, man. These yeah, weren't yeah. one <laughs> beers. When you compare to like the 2012 Madrid squad, for instance, they had um, an up-and-coming Morata, they had Higuain, they had Ronaldo, they had mm-hmm. um, Di Maria. Oh, man, I mean, he, he was playing next yeah. to quality players. Man. But I mean, he's um, still. I mean, he's still like 19, 19 assists. That's nothing to turn your nose up at, in it. Like he's that was still... the season after with um, Alexis, right? No, Giroud. I, I don't think that was that with Alexis. I'm not sure. No, that was with Giroud. Pretty sure. Nineteen assists with Giroud. No, twenty fifteen sixteen was was with Alexis, bro. Yeah, I think it was Alexis that when he scored a thirty goal season. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So nine, nineteen. I think he so, scored that hat trick. Yeah. So I'm just, just, just. I think. If we if we think about this year, like Ozil still did deliver, but I I don't think that we can say that his his peak would have been prolonged should he have had better players around him. I think this day would have probably always been coming where he he was going to dr- dramatically slide off. 
because he's yeah. just been around for so long. So to say that, I mean, maybe during that period where he was at his best, he could have had better players around him. But to say that, you know, that that could have prolonged his peak is, is probably I'm gonna, arguable. I'm going to tell you the truth. I don't. I, I never thought he would slide off, to be honest. I thought because he's someone like a, um, like that's technically very good. So, mm. you know, those kind of players, they will lose he, their he, pace, but they will never yeah. lose their class. Yeah. Or the ability, you don't you. necessarily have to have the athleticism yeah. anymore. Yeah. But do you think Ozil's lost his ability? When I was watching, he, he still has ability. Like, I don't think that's Desire. the question. I think it's just Desire, his output yeah, is not as where yeah. it was. Because, like, when, when I think about it, back to, like, when you think about another player, like Juan Mata, yeah, at one point, I think 2012 season, the guy was the best player in the Premier League. Yes. Yeah, like, when you think about that in it, but then I think I don't know. It's, yeah, yeah but the thing is, even if, you see, if, even if you see Matter now, every now and then when he plays for United, the desire is still there. He hasn't got the legs, but he's still like, mm. it's still it's there in it. Ozil, still, there's still still a touch like, of class nah, but Ozil's not even like the best player at Arsenal. The desire is not there. The, Matter's not the best player at United. Like, no, nah, but at least he tries. You can see him like never been output, trying. Still output. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I guess so. You know I, I, mean? I just see similarities in the sense that, like, I, I, maybe I've another, another conversation for another a pod, but, like, why is it, like, Ozil's, like, obviously, yeah, we know why. It's because he's on a 350k a week <laughs> contract. But, like, I think a lot of conversations, there's been a lot of players around his time and I've sort of maybe fallen off like he has. Mm. But Ozil gets a lot of stick. But, obviously, it's because he's on 350k a week and he needs, he needs to be doing more. But... But yeah, I, I don't know, man. When I see I Ozil mean, play now, it's like... the 350k a week thing, though, it's like, I'd, I'd never want to use that because he's pro- he probably deserves... I just don't think he has much motivation anymore. Exactly. Actually, think about and it. That's you're, my you're point. living in London. You're living in London. You're getting 350k a week to play for, like... And you're basically, oh. your club isn't really putting pressure on you to win the league or win the Champions League. Bro, he's chilling. Let's be honest, man. He's he's going museum before training. <laughs> like, man's chilling, bro. Like, Spending time with his dog and his Range Rover. Yeah, yeah like, he's chilling. In it like, until his eyes are red till 3 so, in the morning. at the top level of football for, like, <laughs> so 10 a, years, man. So, just a last question on this, then. Um, Arsenal fans, specifically. Um, Mesut Ozil out? <laughs> Um, out, but not. He's not not shipped out of the door. Out because I've still got the the yellow and blue jersey of Urzu in, in my wardrobe somewhere. <laughs> First the day long, he signed, man, copped that. <laughs> I, uh, I I ran I ran from Essex to to North London to get that to get that jersey. Do you know what I mean? Like from the club shop the day after we signed him. So, I mean, I think, um, yeah, he's been involved in three of our uh, FA Cups, FA Cup wins, which is the last three trophies we've, we've essentially won. So I definitely don't feel as if like he should be shipped out of the door, but he's no longer the most important player in our team, arguably even in that position anymore. So um, I think it's time to say goodbye, to be honest. Yeah, I think mm. um, that, that move to the Chinese Super League or um, Dubai is, is waiting. Because I mean, I, I don't know if he has the, the stomach or the heart or the desire to still play at the top level in like another one of the top five leagues, if I'm honest. I mean, can, can you guys see him playing? Maybe, maybe going back to Germany, maybe. But I, nah, I Germany, they hate him, bro. But that's another topic, man. Really? Mm. It's, a, it's yeah. all political. Poli- that's another. I wanted to touch ah, on it. Yeah, that's sorry. That's another thing. Also, Arsenal can't be paying him 350 bags a week. But yeah, Shalom, what do you think? Ozil up? Yeah, he has to go. Like, his time has come. He's undone. We need to sell him 
or and just at least get that money we're paying him every week and invest in Brother. a bet a bet of just a better player. Like that's twelve million, you know. Bro, that's, that's what I'm saying. A month off the mm. books. That's, listen, mm. what I would say is just to let Ozil go. One or sign Aubameyang, like milk the two three years you you're gonna have with him, and then push the team on forward by buying a, a good camp, mm. and obviously other 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 players that who, who will enrich the team because Ozil has served Arsenal well. But we we can all agree once he signed that contract, that was it. That was yeah, my that next was question, it. actually. But the beginning I'm gonna, of the end. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna ask this to the to the rest of us. Uh, so not the Arsenal fans. Do you think that Ozil has been, um, like like Shalom said, has he served Arsenal well or like the Premier League well, or has he been rather underwhelming? I, I, it's, a, it's a difficult one because, I mean, like I said earlier, 19, you know, 19 assists, one behind the, the all-time Premier League record. That's nothing to, to frown your nose at. He's given us brilliant performances. He's, he's you know, revolu- arguably revolutionised the numbers and position and what it means to, to the Premier League and, and the English game. And I think he's contributed, you know, He's contributed so much to this league in 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 the, in terms of just the quality of the player and 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 raising the profile of the league. True. Um, so I, I I wouldn't I would say from an Arsenal perspective, it's probably an underwhelming an underwhelming um, uh, time yeah. there, only because he's not won very much. Um, but I don't think that they would sit sit there and say that you know um, in terms of raising the profile of their club and 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 the things that he did for them on the pitch. Um, I don't think they would have much to argue that he has um you know served them well at times all right yeah, yeah. well said bros well said all right so that's the curious case of Mesut ozo man um let us know what you think about this of course we'll be expecting voice notes from julian <laughs> <laughs> um let's head to the bar then um any shots any shots to be taken yeah i got one go on i got one um is it my shot? Is is it time to start recognizing Maguire? I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> oh, is it time to start recognizing Maguire's England's best centre back? Because we're getting to squeaky bum time in 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 um in everyone's season, and certain men are, are giving ten out of ten performances where certain men are. Ten out of ten. It's right now, but ten out of ten. Not ten out of ten in it. That's very late. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving him too many times. Oh. He's, he's putting. He's no, putting you see what I mean, Prince? <laughs> you're, you're, you're taking me literally, but I'm saying to you, like, cool, uh, you let me strip. Let me strip that back a bit. But mm-hmm. yeah, man, he's been putting in various some really good performances, and this is what we signed him for. So, mm-hmm. long may that continue. Yeah, man, he's been. He's been. He, he was good today, man. Uh, against against a decent attack. So I'll give him that. He was good. He was good. Um, any more shots? Um, yeah, I got a shot. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, got a shout out my boy Tony, equaling <laughs> his uh, <laughs> his Premier League goal record. Um, his best his best return uh, in the Premier League. Um, you know, still eight or nine games to go. I reckon that he'll probably. You know, I know I said in the chat earlier another five, but I'm you know realistically probably another two three. Um, which would um, be a good goal return uh, this season for him. So, yeah, please, please for what he's doing, uh, playing down the middle for United. Um, second shot is, um, I think that we've got a very good chance of finishing in the top four now. Um, to, this, this was a, a big 
a big win for us in terms of our run of games and looking at the ones that we could possibly win, might not win, would lose. Um, I think this was probably one of the games that we um, we said that would probably be a loss. Um, but Big Char backed it though. He said he said um, come on, this is a yeah. dub. Definitely, Given but that. I mean, you know, in in the grand scheme, I thought I I personally thought that we would definitely um, pick up um, maximum points against the likes of um, Tottenham and and possibly Sheffield in this run. But I think this this City game is definitely a bonus to that. So, um, you know, if we continue, um, I'm I'm giving us all, all the chance to to finish inside that top four. And obviously, mentioning that Leicester have been dragged into to to this mm-hmm. um to this fight as well. So, Very everything to play for, man. Trust me, everything to play for. Yeah. Any more shots? I've got a shot. Go on. Two more wins. <laughs> Two more wins. What a shot. <laughs> Big shot. What a shot. And on that note, um, <laughs> um oh yeah, quickly UV Inter. One nil to UV. Ramsey, um, clutchman. Aaron Ramsey. Calm. With the goal. Um okay, if there's no more shots, then we'll call it a day. Uh, thank you very much for listening, guys. Um, we've overrun our time a little bit, but that doesn't matter. Please follow <laughs> us on VAR, VAR Bar Pod on um, Insta and VAR Bar Podcast on Twitter. Uh, make sure you rate us on Apple Podcasts uh, so that obviously um, we'll be there in terms of top football podcasts. We'll catch you next time. Ciao. Peace in a bit. <laughs> Hey, hi.